0: You are about to witness history in the making.
1: Welcome to episode 2 of the Pop Culture Gamers I'm Steve, your host for this evening And my partner in crime, Hayden, how are you doing? I'm
2: doing fine, thanks Steve
1: Nice to get the first episode out of the way Indeed Always a bit of a tricky one I feel um, And sorry, by the time you get to this It might take a little bit of a while between the two But due to family stuff It sometimes gets put first in the line um, But we'll try and bring them to you each week as quick as we can Um going forward. Um, So just a quick brief brief intro for the week. How was your week Hayden? Any good?
2: No I've had an awful week (laughs) to be quite honest with you. It's been one of those uh, sort of things. It was uh, my return to work after a prolonged period of absence. Mm. Uh, So I started back there. Uh, In the same week my son went in for an operation for a very rare dental condition, which she's had since birth, um, called regionalised orthodontal dysplasia. Evidently, there's like only ever been about 140 cases of it.
1: And that's a mouthful in itself, isn't it? It is, yeah,
2: it is. So he's had teeth removed. He's not been very well. We ended up having to take him back to hospital on Sunday morning. Thought he was going to be kept in at one point. You know, but he did get home in the end. And then I come out of the hospital to find out I've got a flat tire on my car. And then I had to go and get a flat, my tire replaced. So that was um, pretty rubbish. Together with a bird dive bombing me on uh, in Tesco car park and covering <laughs> me in SH one T. Oh dear. So yeah, lot. It's kind of been. One of them weeks, and now, of course, today I'm having to put my uh, car into the garage because my gearbox is, uh, my uh, clutch is uh, pedal sticking. So I think it'll probably be just needs more fluid or whatever in it, but obviously, you never know, it could be a new clutch. But whatever it is, I need it uh, sorting out because I pick up my dog on, fr- on a Saturday.
1: Oh, really? Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that time's flew, hasn't I- it? I was
1: just about to say. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we can, actually, we can probably talk a bit about that um, in if we get some tech talk later. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, my week hasn't been any better. So, just before that week of holiday was about to start, um, Sunday afternoon, no heating and no hot water.
2: Yeah, your boiler went, didn't it?
1: And I didn't get it back until Thursday. Oh, really?
2: I and must, it was cold as well? Yeah,
1: I must have been humming. That's all I'm going to say.
2: Yeah, you you were quite grumpy once or twice when we were having conversations <laughs> because of the cold.
1: I was, and as much as I was often trying to play games and enjoy myself, if you're not if you're not warm, it don't. It's, I'm sorry, you just get miserable, really do. Um, I mean, on the on the brighter side of that, come Thursday we got it sorted with the plumbers that came in, and red electricians come in, all sorts. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, on a positive note. We could be going to the Rewind Festival this year. Have you heard of that one?
2: No, I'm not familiar with that one.
1: Well, this has been going. Um, actually, it's, a tenth, it's the tenth anniversary this year. And Rewind is a eighties festival. All right. Okay. So you've got bands such as, well, that are going to be there this year. We've got OMD, mm-hmm. um, Midge, Heaven Seventeen, Howard Jones, amongst amongst others. Oh, wow. Um, Three nights, three days camping. Nice. So, if you like
2: camping, which I don't, I have to admit. But but
1: actually, we are looking at what they call sort of this sort of, you know, the glamorous camping type.
2: Oh, glamping.
1: Yeah, and it's got yeah. like double beds in there. <laughs> so
2: yeah, might... I'm a, I'm afraid my idea of roughing it is phoning up the reception and saying, "Can I have a sandwich?" And them saying, "No, I'm sorry, sir, we don't do room deliveries at this time of night." <laughs> yeah. That that is as rough as I get. I'm afraid I, I just don't do camping at all. Yeah. But
1: so we'll see how it goes. We wanted to go last year. Hopefully we better get tickets because um, they're already selling out already quite quickly um, with all the, um, the the lineup for each day. It's a you know, three day event at Henley. Yeah. Hopefully we can we can get to go, which would be really good. Um, see some of the bands I'd seen back in the back in the eighties when I originally saw them. Mm. Uh, so yeah, pretty cool. Um. What we'll do then, shall we jump straight into gaming this week? We
0: shall. No longer a dream, but a
1: reality. Okay, Um, if I start with the first piece of news, and this is about the Microsoft Game Pass.
2: Yes, big Uh, announcements, big announcements.
1: I think it is a huge announcement from where this is going to go. So, as we let's believe... Um, as, uh, what's going to happen is that all first-party games are going to go straight into the Game Pass on day of release. So as an example, in March, when Sea of Thieves kicks off, you're paying $7.99 a month, and you'll be able to play that as long mm. as you want. I've heard rumours that it's for so many days. I don't believe I've, I've had that confirmed. But when I was listening to Major Nelson this morning, he said, um, all he said is that it'll be in there, and you can play it like you can every other game, download it and play it. So, I think that's a brilliant idea.
2: To be honest, so do I. I mean, it is taking us closer to that whole Netflix kind of world. Absolutely. uh, You know, video games aren't there yet, but obviously films are. Mm. Now, I don't know whether or not you're aware, but there was the uh, big controversy over an Australian shop or chain of shops that was complaining about this and saying that they're not going to stock Xbox products anymore. And I think that there's being people who have jumped on the bandwagon saying, oh, you know, Microsoft's dead and all all the normal sort of, you know, fanboyish kind of stuff that goes on. But to me, you know, this is no different than movies. You know, it's exactly the same kind of thing in theory, as in you buy Game Pass and you get access to all of these things. The only difference is with movies, obviously, is it's probably another six months before they they actually appear on that system, but I think eventually even normal you know movies are gonna go that way.
1: Yeah, well you got um, you've got a hundred and fifty titles there at the moment.
2: That's a lot of money. That's a lot of gaming for <laughs> seven ninety nine a month. Absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, if you were to buy those hundred and fifty games, mm. granted some of them are old and you can get them cheaper now, but it's gonna take you years to recoup. Just that hundred and fifty, let alone all of the extra ones that are being added to this system,
1: yeah, yeah, and my thought was, for example, if I think Halo 2 Halo Wars 2 shall I say has mm. just been added as well, so to buy that is what twenty thirty quid at the moment, maybe a bit more
2: yeah, depends upon whether or not you get the deluxe version as well because that or the mm. you know the full version. Yeah. Because that's even more expensive. In terms of the first party stuff, is it also crossing over to PC?
1: Um, from what I'm led to believe that is the case because someone actually tried it. Right.
2: So it's excellent value for money then, isn't it?
1: I think so. And if you if you say if you just took three games maybe that you might have bought in the year. Yeah. Let's say sea of Thieves, Falls of Horizon
2: Crackdown Three.
1: Or Crackdown Three, but say Falls of Horizon Four will be out in September. Yeah, so I should imagine that'd be there as well. So if you just pick three titles that are coming out this year, you've got it paid for for the year mm. with those three titles and all the others that are there and those that will be added on for the you know during the rest of the this year as it goes.
2: I mean, I suppose what people are going to argue for those who are anti this mm. idea is you never actually own the game, and as soon as you stop paying for Game Pass, you've lost the game, which is a valid point. You but won't lose your game
1: save though, will you?
2: No, you won't lose your game save. But let's face it, by that point, the games are probably going to be so cheap, you're going to pick them up for next to nothing anyway. And mm. you'll have had all, access to all of the other games, which maybe you wouldn't have even have played otherwise.
1: No, no. I mean, I think there's a few um, sort of like sports titles for those that like them. I've just been starting to load on there as well. Mm. Um, basket, Basketball type games and UFC, I think. Three, yeah, as well, so i can I can only see this as being a positive for gaming mm. um, and I'm wondering if Microsoft may then start to add indie first party titles as well, maybe possibly, so that it might be a be... bit
2: different for the indie uh, first party titles though because I think probably if anything, they're more crucial on on getting the money back, aren't they because they're only small companies, whereas Microsoft's going to offset it,
1: mm but yeah but if you if you think it's difficult how to work how they work the figures out so if a title like cfe's will get so many copies bought mm. plus every person that rents it yeah does it make up the difference in how that will look in its figures maybe where you some games you hear about the game comes out you hear that it didn't sell so well but from this point of view i think you're going to you're going to gain more people looking at these games because they're in their Game Pass library. Yeah. As much as I'm going to say now, I'm, I'm, I haven't added it to my list, I will do, but I've been playing a bit of CFE, so when we get to that, we'll have a nice chat about that. Um, I just, I just, I, I, thought this is only going to be good for games, um, and I'm hoping that PlayStation are listening to this.
2: I think your PlayStation or the, the, the whole, you know, Sony side, they didn't like the idea of EA Access. No. And this is taking EA Access one step further. Mm. So I can't really see them liking this as a as an overall idea. Do
1: you think? Would you think if someone was going to choose between two different consoles, would they put the Game Pass as an? Would be as a plus point.
2: I think certainly places like Game will sell it as a you know a positive. Mm. But I you know I don't know it's it's really difficult because I think a lot of people nowadays they've you know had game consoles had them for years. You know, I mean, how many people do you know who've never actually had a games console who's likely to buy one? It, you know, it's either people of our ages, or, you know, or thereabouts who grew up with the eight bit era, the sixteen bit era, etc., hmm. and had those things, or it's well, you know, it's the actual kids themselves who are getting the. The parents like us to go and buy them. So I, I yeah. just, I can't think of many people who are going to be going in with it without any previous history of video gaming. But I think what this does do is it makes it a lot more accessible to come onto Xbox as a platform if maybe you're migrating from PlayStation or you're getting it as a second console.
1: Yeah, because there's titles there. If you've never owned a console from Xbox. You've got titles going back from the original Xbox. Exactly. Going all the way through to now. So you're getting each generation of, of, of console with games to, to, to have a you know dive into in that each of those eras. Yeah. Um
2: And personally I would rather have the game downloaded onto my console and playing it off the console than doing Sony's version, which is doing it through streaming, because yeah. so many things can go wrong with streaming. I mean, even though I've got fibre broadband, there are times when I get the signal cut out on um, on Netflix or on Amazon, you know, depend upon mm. a variety of different things, which could also be everybody else suddenly using the internet connection in the house. You know, my son and my <laughs> but- wife and my mother all... But look at Streaming and stuff.
1: Yeah, and look at what's happened in the last few days. Um, We've not really got it as news, but PSN has been playing up like you wouldn't believe, has yeah,
2: it? Yeah, that's the other thing as well, is all it takes is a network to be down. Having said that, though, most games nowadays, if the network's down, you're probably not going to have a very good experience anyway. No. So it's uh, an interesting <laughs> debate, uh, but I, I think Game Pass is a, more of a positive than a negative from a consumer point of view. I can see from a business point of view and a game developer point of view, it would be more risky. But what you're talking about there is first party, who are going to have a lot of their costs offset anyway by Microsoft, aren't they?
1: Mm. I mean, I'm so tempted to probably wait until March, so when Sea Thieves comes out, yeah, is pay that first. I think you can't do it in you can't do it in large sections, can you? Unfortunately, you're going to have to pay. I think it's a monthly.
2: See, that's where I think that they fall down with this, is mm. they sh- what they should do is they should say 7 pounds a month or, yeah. you know, say £85 a year, mm. so that you get, how like, about, a month free, or more or less.
1: Yeah, or how about if they, what if they bought with this on to Xbox Live?
2: That would be very expensive, though, wouldn't it? Because you'd be talking about £140, £150 for your service for the year. Whereas if, it, yeah. if you're paying for it, as in your gold, for a year, and then you're going and paying either monthly for the Game Pass or paying it for a year at a different part of the year, it doesn't quite feel like suddenly that just to have an Xbox you've got to hand over a lot of money all in one mm, go.
1: Unless, unless they allowed you to pay it monthly. Yeah. Well, they do allow you to give pay give it monthly,
2: you... don't they? But in terms of gold, yeah. it's a lot more money. But yeah. Game Pass is I mean, if monthly. yeah.
1: Um, But if it gets that popular I could see them changing the way you pay for it And then, you know By do three months, get one free Or something, you know, just to keep you on board That would
2: make a lot more sense Mm.
1: So, yeah, it'd be cool And it'd be nice on Facebook If you want to um, put your thoughts on there It'd be interesting to see what you guys think about it Yeah, definitely So, I'll let you talk about the next bit of news Because I didn't know much about this dude (laughs) And... I'll let you okay, explain. so uh
2: Bob Wakelin. Um so a lot of you'll be thinking, who's he? Um and cast your mind back, you know, doing the uh Wayne's World doodle do sort of you know whiskey thing. And think back to the eighties, you will if you were into gaming, you will have seen Bob Wakelin' stuff because Bob Wakelin was the artist for Ocean. So what you will have done is you will have seen his covers Uh, of various different games. You know, things like Head Over Heels, Whizball, Green Beret, Epic, Greiser, Operation Wolf, to name just a few of them. Bob Wakelin, he drew all of those pictures and sometimes, evidently, he was creating up to three of them a week because of the amount of games that were coming out. And every time that they had a poorer game, evidently they asked him to up the ante in terms of his uh, art uh, just to sell more of them. But anyway, it's unfortunate, but Bob uh, Wakelin died. So it's like a, you know, a name from ga- uh, gaming who's not now no longer with us. But uh, it was interesting, actually, because I did a bit of uh, reading up about him. And evidently, before he was an artist, um, he mm. was in a post-punk new wave band called Modern Eon. So
1: now, I don't remember them i mean I was into into yeah. that shall I say at the time um but yeah that's interesting yeah I didn't I didn't know that yeah,
2: so quite a varied life, obviously, you know, out of more than one sense was his uh, his forte if he was a musician but uh, yeah. yeah it was it's an interesting and a shame, I mean, I know that we haven't seen his work for a lot of years, but you know it's still something from your childhood that you know. I remember Head Over Heels and that, for example, Green Berrier. They're all classic, classic cover pictures.
1: Well, I remember the, the, the design of the ocean software. Yeah,
2: Well, he that's who he worked for.
1: Yeah. Um, just look. I just had a little look on there, did some images. To see. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah.
2: yeah, they're very familiar sort of pictures to, to people like you and me. And it's just such a shame, but, you know, time's marching on now. None of us are getting any younger.
1: No, i got that feeling most of the time, to be honest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep, I know that feeling it's,
1: as well. Especially over the last week. It's been, <laughs> last week was just dreadful. I, I thought oh, my time was up. Yeah. The way I was feeling. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, real shame. Mm. Okay, so let's check out some new releases. Um, well, we'll, we'll do, this, do this one way. There's one title that's, that's got PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Now that's UFC 3 released by EA and then the next titles are all PlayStation Mm -hmm. so we've got Black Hole, Shadow of the Colossus and Dissida Final Fantasy NT. Mm. That sounds like a Microsoft title doesn't it?
2: It does rather but it's on PS4 but that's coming out on (laughs) the 30th so Shadow of the Colossus is out on the 7th.
1: Mm. So yeah interesting. Um, Shadow of the Colossus, I've been tempted to look into that to be honest.
2: Yeah, this is a remaster, isn't it? Mm. I have to admit, it's one of those games—one that everyone was playing, but I didn't.
3: Mm.
2: And then I got it on a PS3, and I played it, and yeah. I hated it. So you no, wouldn't recommend it to I w- me. I then? wouldn't recommend <laughs> it to you. Um, I mean, you mm. m- personally, from my tastes, it, it wasn't my my yeah. thing. But that's not to say, you know, because you do like different games to me. I mean, you actually like Cuphead.
1: Yes, I'm one of one of many, I believe. Yes, it, or yeah, right. it just goes that. to
2: prove that Britain needs better care in the community. That's all I can say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to get back to that game at some point. I did, and I forgot to. Oh, I should have shown it to my um, my lad when he was down, but um, never got round to for unfortunately. all he wanted to do was play Destiny 2. But uh,
2: well, what, can't knock his taste, then, can you?
1: <laughs> you know. Oh, you can't. We did uh, that. Will be in my gaming this week. Cause we did yeah. play some Destiny too. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, okay. So let's um, let's move into this week's charts um, in mm-hmm. reverse order, as they say. So five, we've got The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild from Nintendo. Four, we have the second Nintendo title, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. One of the long stays in the charts. Grand Theft Auto 5.
2: Down from number one last week.
1: Which it was, yeah. Um, Two is FIFA 18, which has always been hanging around near the top. And there's only other one title that can be number one. Destiny (laughs) 2? Destiny 2, yeah. Call of Duty World War 2. Indeed.
2: And a fantastic game it is.
1: Um, Apparently so. Um, I'm still a year behind in my gaming for for Call of Duty now picked up.
2: Yay, the crowd goes goes wild. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: So we will get the we will get our fire team back for oh, that. We at some definitely
2: point. need to. So. Yeah,
1: but um, but yeah, I I you know I might be able to get a look at this still. But um, yeah, I I just love the look of this game. Just bring it back to old with the way Call of Duty was. With the, um, oh, it looks absolutely
2: beautiful. And don't forget to claim hmm. your crates from Twitch before they go as well. So if you go on, to, you know, if you go to your Twitch Prime, if you've got that.
1: Same way, same way, the same way I did with um, yes, Assassin's exactly. 3.
2: And then they'll be ready for you when you I've get the game, bits. so it can go. In, you know, goes into your hub. But uh, yeah, it's ah. you know, there's there's some some nice uh, nice stuff. I've been playing a little bit more. I played the zombie mode on that. Um, yeah, and when you start off, the, it, it's done in chapters, which is a bit different to the to the infinite oh, warfare. Okay. Version which to me, this it's me because it's Nazi zombies it's a little bit more serious, whereas infinite warfare one which you're gonna find out because we're gonna play it um whether or not you realize that or not <laughs> but um the the uh, zombies in spaceland from infinite warfare was very humorous in comparison to this one mm. but it looks fantastic it's as creepy as anything, and uh really really good for what I've played so far
1: oh, excellent yeah I sure look forward to that um, yeah I do you know what it's funny I've missed I do miss Call of Duty to a certain degree I know Destiny sort of took over from my my main shooter mm. um, and with Anthem now um, which we did mention in the news Anthem has been delayed yes to 2019
2: I no, I can't believe 2019. <laughs> what on earth are they doing?
1: That's next year, though. That's what you got to think about, haven't you? But that... Oh well,
2: that... I've, I've got other news about something that we're not going to get to until uh, next year. But I'll leave that for when we talk about movies. Oh, okay. And TV.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I'll be interested to see what that is now because I'm not looking at the notes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so you know that means I'll be playing more Destiny 2, probably, or even a bit more Call of Duty <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be, it could be nearly two years. Cause it could be sort of Christmas time, couldn't it? It could be up to what November, November two thousand
2: nineteen. Yeah, if the, if it's fall. Mm. Mm, but it's it's. it's be- Sorry, God.
1: No, I was just going to say it's it's a, it's um for the greater good, as they say, to um to put it back.
2: Well, I mean, bearing in mind this is bioware and after their much anticip- anticipated previous release, effectively bombed for what it should have done.
1: And I've not gone back to that. I really should at some
2: point. No, I haven't either. But I uh, don't know whether or not you know that that's available on EA Access now, is uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. And it's the digital deluxe edition.
1: Oh, OK. So would I get the extra bits? Yeah. If I probably go on it, might be able to download them. Yes. Yeah. But it's just a real shame. It's a game that we always, we were looking forward to, like Kids in a Candy Store. We were just... and. All the, all the news leading up to it, and it just fell off fell off the um the cliff.
2: Well, for me, the final straw was when I ended up having to do Sudoku. I thought, I don't care.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah.
2: You know, I, I don't mind doing Sudoku at home, mm. you know, with a pen and paper, but I hate doing it on a computer. I absolutely loathe and detest it. So I just thought, no, I'm not doing that. That'll That's it. And that finished me with the game, and I've not been back since. And it's a shame because when they patched it, it was actually not too bad.
1: Mm. Well, what you could do, if you don't fancy playing that part, you can have them on your phone just to fill out and just, you know, without having to think about it, just look at the screen, type in what you need to type in and carry on.
2: Yeah, but that's cheating.
1: Yeah, but not to say you don't cheat in other games, though, is there?
2: That's a very (laughs) bad accusation there.
1: (laughs) You know, I'm sure. I'm I'm not accusing you of anything, but you know what I mean?
2: I know, I know what you mean. The internet
1: yeah. is a wonderful place, and I'm sure you've popped in there to look at something maybe Yeah, once but that's twice.
2: after the fact. You, you know, you go back in to mop up the achievements that you've missed. Hmm. You don't go in at the beginning and think, right, okay, I'm going to go and go for a walkthrough <laughs> of the whole game. <laughs> some people that's, do. Because that's just yeah, some, naff.
1: Some people that's, do, though. <laughs> do you know what some, I mean? So, some
2: people do, yeah. Some people do, you know. Um but in terms of the way that I do it, is if I want to get a, a you know a full score mm. on something, I'll you know go back and look at you know things that I've missed. That's acceptable. But I think if you just start off a game with um, no uh, intention of actually playing it, but just to follow along the story, yeah, and you know follow along for the achievement list, that's just a waste of time. <laughs> you might as well not be bothering.
1: Mm. Yeah, I don't you mean. <laughs> anyway. You're
2: already you're having a dig anyway because of my gamer score this month. It's pure jealousy.
1: No, it's because I play games that, I, you know, well, I've been playing on the, on the PlayStation, so trophies don't mean anything to me, but I've been getting more trophies than I do, game, you know, Xbox at the moment.
2: Well, if you've been playing more PlayStation, that makes sense.
1: It does, doesn't it? Yeah, but then if you play Destiny all the time, you're not getting other game, you know, because you know that at one point you're going to, you're going to peak for achievements for a while, and you're not going well, to. Well, get... I'm. Yes, yeah.
2: so, I, I can't get any more achievements on um, Destiny unless I do the Nightfall and the raid. You know, I'm not, I know I'm not going to get any more of them, uh, and I don't. I'm not really bothered about them to be no. honest. But
1: but when you got the easy Telltale games that you can skank a thousand. You know,
2: yeah, but you don't exactly have to look those up. No, don't have a guide. You just continue playing the game.
1: Yeah, they're just they're just generically popping in as you play. So,
2: yeah, but even so, playing those skanky games, as you put it, <laughs> I've still managed to get a hundred and eighty-nine gamer score off fifteen k for this month.
1: Um, have you ever thought of seeing a shrink? <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I was thinking maybe what I should do is uh, launch a how to, you know, uh, YouTube. channel.
1: Uh, yeah, or, or you have to stream the game as you as you go because it'd probably take too much time.
2: Yeah, well, there are some people who do do that, but mm. um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, th- I think it's only the second time that I've ever had about that amount in a month. The first time being, I think when I first started on Xbox One. You know, I got quite a lot of gamer score then, because I just bought everything and played everything.
1: Imagine if I had Game Pass, and of those other games that you would missed out on that you could start getting the achievements on.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, when I look at Game Pass, I've probably completed about quarter to half of it. Yeah. That's, you know, that that's kind of what puts me off it. Yeah, because,
1: I, mean, I, I mean, there's a game I, I've been wanting to play, Halo Wars 2. Um, you, and I've got that. You've picked that up, but it's now on Game Pass as well, so... Mm i mean what you could do you could actually if you wanted to if you felt like just flogging a few of those games
2: can't and, do that with digital copies though
1: so. oh you can't though no. but if you had if you had discs you could then use that money to put into the game pass
2: oh yeah that's what i've done i mean i you know sold titanfall because it came on um access yeah no point in owning it now so
1: <laughs> no no exactly
2: no so you know that's what i did you know why anybody ever bothers buying it unless you know because things like EA Access and that, they do give you access to some good games for a very cheap amount, with cons- considering what that is.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Because you're only paying a minimum amount for the whole whole year, aren't you?
2: Yeah, and the, you look at the, co- the collection in the vault now, and it's really quite substantive. And you go onto the PC, and my God, there's a lot of games on there.
1: Mm. How long do you think it'll be before we see Star Wars Battlefront 2?
2: I reckon a year... From launch.
1: So we're talking September this year?
2: September, October, somewhere yeah. around there, well, which I think is when Battlefront 1 went last year.
1: Yeah. I mean, because of the way that title's gone, it's not exactly been bursting by the seams, has it? With um, No. Um, maybe they might bring it in early to try and get people to, to play it on. Or even get people to have EA access to, to play the game, even.
2: I just wonder how many more games, how many more Star Wars games we're going to actually see produced by EA. Because I'm quite sure that Disney will have got a get-out clause mm. in their contract with EA.
1: Well, it's funny because if you look at what titles... Well, I can't even think off my head, top of my head, which titles are coming out in the next eight months, nine months. Mm. I can even think of FIFA off the top of my head.
2: Yeah. But yeah. it's, it's all just loot box driven. And I think, and as a matter of fact, just going back to our conversation about Game Pass, mm. is I think that this is where we might get a danger as well if Microsoft sticks in a load of um, loot crate kind of mechanics to generate money. So that it might the game might go on to Game Pass and you get the vanilla game, but if you want anything good, you've then got to buy crates. I
1: don't think they'd dare do that. I think they'd be shooting themselves in the foot.
2: Yeah, I do as well, but it's a risk. But you look at EA, what have EA done? Mm. Every game that they release now basically has a loot crate sort of system.
1: Yeah, I mean, but then again, look at the opposite. To tailor that is where you've got Forza, um, Forza 7. They're all bought in-game. Yeah. And what makes it even easier is every every 14, it might be, it might be every every two weeks, you log on to ForzaHorizon.net, mm-hmm. and you can get two hundred and fifty thousand credits for free every time. Yeah, just that, for logging in. Just for logging in and and going to your your the games, so that will then give you the credits for all the all the Forza games. Mm. So it then makes it easier then for you to get a good loot crate if you want if you want to go and buy one of those, get some more. Um, you know, get another rare car or something else and bits and pieces, you know, it's, don't cost you a thing. Yeah. So from that point of view, I think Forza Horizon's got it right. For, we'll say Forza, shall I say, has got it right mm. compared to the others. But yeah, pretty good. Mm. Okay. Um Last thing to, to do on this section. Games for Gold's been announced. We're a few days away from February the 1st and not 100% happy with these titles, but we'll go through them and see what you think. So... So, from February the 1st to the 28th, we've got Shadow Warrior. From the 16th of March, sixteenth of Feb to the 15th of March, we've got Assassin's Creed Chronicles India. Then we have Split Second, which is on 1st to the 15th of Feb. Crazy Taxi, from the 16th to the 28th of Feb. That's it. Mm. What would you think? Because I wasn't enamored by it. As much as I'm glad to have another Assassin's Creed title in my list... My title of games that I've got, yeah, because I don't own all. Th- I don't know. I don't know. I don't own. Shall I say all of those? Um, so that'd be worth having a go. But Crazy Taxi, I think I've been there, done that.
2: Yeah, well, unfortunately for me, Shadow Warrior, I have mm-hmm. uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles India, I have. You do
1: have, I know. Yeah,
2: Split Second, I played on the three hundred and sixty, and I didn't like, even though everybody was tooting it was going to be the next um, Wipeout, not Wipeout, Burnout, and Crazy Taxi, I thought that the Dreamcast version of it was better than the 360 version, Mm. so poo a month, I hope that PlayStation pulls something better out of the bag, but you normally have one that's really poo and one that's really good, don't you?
1: Yeah, I thought I saw rumours of um, Telltale Batman maybe coming to PlayStation.
2: I hope not because I've got it on there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I've only played about halfway through episode 1. Yeah. Um but I I wasn't in the mood for Telltale games at the time.
2: Yeah. well, I've got the new um enemy within Telltale Batman mm. to do but I haven't uh, started that yet.
1: Yeah. I, I mean I do want to try I mean it, again it's um I do like Telltale games. Uh, I, I I don't know it's, I'm liking the idea of how some other games work, to be honest. like the idea of the hidden agenda type. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I will get, I'm sure I get to play it. And the same with them, Life is Strange, the prequel as well, which I've not seen yet.
2: I've started playing that. Do you like it? Not as much as Life is Strange.
1: Yeah, that's what everyone was saying to me, apparently. <laughs> so, I mean, I might wait for that for Games of Gold. You never know.
2: I'm sure it'll appear on there at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so here is the PS Plus PlayStation games for the month. We have Knack, um, which I think I've already downloaded. On a, I think I've got it for three quid at one point. Um, yeah, so did I. That was a yeah, good game. Yeah, really um, enjoyed it. Rhyme, which I'm interested to have a look at. Um, that's supposed to be quite cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Blood Arena. Now, this is a PS Plus bonus for the PSVR required. Um, Spelunker HD. Now, it's not Spelunky, is it? No. Um, don't know that. Don't much about that. Is it just a PS3 version that came out earlier?
2: Um, <laughs> I don't remember it, to be quite honest with you.
1: Yeah. Um, we have Mugen Souls Z on the PS3. We have Exiles End on PlayStation Vita. And Grand Kingdom, PlayStation Vita and PS4. And so that is that. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we move straight on to the game this week? Yeah. So... For me it's a bit of a return to a few games. Because um, really at the moment I think we've got one game that's been out this week which which, you, which you've played with. Um So mine are actually a bit of a repeater, unfortunately, but so Persona five. Um I'm now eighty five hours in. I think I've done another fifteen hours since we last spoke about it.
2: Fifteen.
1: Yeah, another fifteen
2: hours. <laughs> where I can did I do fifteen minutes on that? Game. <laughs> where did I where
1: did I squeeze that in? And so I complete, That's what she said. yeah, I complete. I completed the palace that was on um, when we last spoke about it, um, and then the story really changed, really weird. It's it's gone in a different direction. Than I didn't think it would do, and now I'm in another palace, which is a casino. Now, this isn't going to be really a spoiler, but the casino palace we see it right at the beginning of the game, so it gives me an idea where this is maybe going to be heading. But after that. I haven't got a scoobies to be honest but i I was just enjoying it mm. it is a it is a good game um destiny two <laughs> I haven't we really spoken about that yet um so last week we had factions when new monarchy won it <clears throat> and um mm-hmm. that's who I picked so that was quite good so I was gifted the liquid um auto rifle liquidator um also uh, the d l c for um the osiris at the moment i've been still playing that grinding the weapons on the forging so i'm up to about six weapons as on that as we stand um mm-hmm. and iron banner as we speak is still on i've had a few hours in the crucible i've got all the all the gear to be honest i'm just want to pick up some of the weapons there's about three weapons there to get you can buy them um from the from from shacks now um so that's okay uh, because all you need to do in this case is um, is earn those earn those coins and yeah. trade that trade them in. Well, right, I yeah. I, sh- I shouldn't say shanks, actually is it? But um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, so that's all right. I, you haven't touched um, Destiny at all, have you? In the last few weeks?
2: No, I have to admit, I was all for the new um, the new Destiny, but I t- it's it's just not having a pull. I'm not really that bothered about the weapons. Um, iron banner completely looked, but after that ticket fiasco or whatever it was that they did the first time i just thought mm. no i'm out <laughs> that's bothered. fine but you know it's it's such a shame because well you know how much i used to like destiny i mean we played it all the time mm. and it's just not one that i'm i'm going to <clears throat> and i've got it on three systems so it seems,
1: seems such a waste now doesn't it
2: It does, but hopefully the next drop of content might be good. And there has uh, been a pathway that's been released as well for this year, hasn't there? I put that on the Facebook page.
1: Yeah, and I think the third third set of patches they're doing and stuff they're going to be giving us includes Vault Space. (laughs) So I really need that because I'm struggling now because this game has become a bit of a collection game. Yeah. And, um, you know...
2: I, I really don't know why they just don't do a thing where once you've got a weapon, it just puts a tick on a list of everything that is there. So eventually, yeah, you can get them all. That would just make yeah. more sense. I,
1: know, I mean, I think I haven't really read through all of the um, the big lists that came out because they have got like a, a nice roadmap now. Hmm. Um, I need to have study that at some point, but but you know, it's. Um, I just thought I'd go in it early when it came out earlier in the yeah. week. So um, yeah. That's okay. Another game, um, uh, It's Quiz Time. Now, I was playing this at Christmas, and it's really weird because when my boy was here last week, um, the message said, um, why are we going to play the Xbox game all of us in the evening instead of watching a film or something? (laughs) So My wife's actually asking me, so let's play an Xbox game. Um, If you haven't heard of this, It's Quiz Time is a game for up to eight players. Um, Similar in the way that Hidden Agenda works is that you use your mobile as a controller. Yeah. And with this game you can have up to eight people in the room. So when you fire up the game, there is a there is a a a code for your room and whether you're on iOS or Android, you just fire it up, type in the room, um room number, and you're on, on the screen with a with a picture of you or whatever you want to do to to get ready to play. Sorry, so just
2: so that I'm I'm clear, when you say a room it's a virtual room not yeah. a room room.
1: No, it's, yeah, it's a virtual room on the screen. So we're in, in, on that screen of your game, that so room... So in
2: theory, we hmm. could both play it, despite the fact that we're separated by 289 miles, if we're both in the same room, virtually. Possibly, but I'll...
1: there is. I think there is another way of playing it. I haven't, tried, I haven't tried it. I don't think you... You haven't got the game, have
2: you, so... No, I've been thinking about getting it, though, but uh, it I've is... got uh, Knowledge is Power instead on the PlayStation. Right, okay. But I haven't actually loaded that yet.
1: <laughs> oh, really? But what what's great with this one all right, is 25,000 questions, okay? Which I think, for a game like this, is outstanding because games in the past, you, you're playing the game and you end up seeing some of the same questions that pulled in. Yeah,
2: that's um,
1: true. So also it's on so it's on xbox playstation and steam um, there's about a 1000 categories 10000 player live streams can, can be can be done at once because you can stream your game as well um, and the host in the game that, that talks to you she has been built with this technology so you will learn and she will learn and grow to your to what you're like because what you do is you do put your age in there and your name Mm. and she will actually talk to you as an individual
2: all right so
1: so if you're actually a bit slacking behind she'll say come on come on steve you know you're you're not answering any questions here come on you know sort yourself out you know what i mean it'll it will sort of be a bit more realistic in a with a compare like that
2: yeah
1: um and sometimes she'll take the mick as well which is great. Let's say the old, oh I can see the oldest person in the room isn't doing anything very well, you know. Obviously I'm the oldest in the person, she knows my date of birth, so it sort of works like that. Um but the the family love the game. Um every, every time we play it, everyone enjoys playing it. I, I urge you to even to have a little look at this.
2: It is one that I've got on my list of ones to go for. It's about mm. seven ninety nine, isn't it? It's not very expensive. Uh, I think it's I think
1: it, it I think it's fourteen ninety oh, it? nine. No, I think uh-huh. so, yeah. Um, but, with the amount of questions and all the different sort of categories that the game plays um it 's very very intelligent game mm-hmm. um, and they 're going to be adding d l c later um the, the, the there is a two thousand and seventeen mode where you can play with with stuff over this this you know this last year behind us mm-hmm. uh, but yeah it's it, honestly it 's really good and sometimes you do get your benefit of um, having your advantage. For example, there's one of, the, one of the modes you have is they'll have a – they'll say, okay, right, Steve, your turn your turn to choose for this, this round. Yeah. And there would be a lot of boxes on the screen that'll say – it might say friends, TV show. It could say movies, actors, video games, you know, stuff like this. Yeah. And more than that, I've always chosen video games, but I've never had repeat questions so far. One section was on Capcom Resident Evil games for whatever reason. Oh, wow, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, and and stuff like this. So it it was it is really a varied bunch of questions that you can deal with.
2: Can you play a single player?
1: Yeah, because I've I've done that as well. You can play single player. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, I I I think it's 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 something different. It's it's like having a board game, but you're using your phone and the TV instead.
2: Can you use a controller with it?
1: Yes, you can. I did that when I played it single player. I think it's been a while since I did that. was when I on the first bought before Christmas. Um, but the app is quite easy to download. Works very well. There was a little glitch in it when it first came out that you couldn't um, get into the room.
3: Mm.
1: But since then, they've um, they've sorted out that problem, and it's no it's no issue now. You know, but uh, yeah, I do rec- for a family game to play instead of, you know, changing something different. I think it's great. And every time we got we got a group of friends round from the family, they all say, should we, can we stick it on? You know, I think that's, that's, that's unusual for my lot to say
2: that. <laughs> yeah, cause your your family's definitely not as big into gaming, are they?
1: Well, no, there's only me. The missus plays with her phone and they say, oh, you know, that's all they normally have to get away with. But, yeah. But yeah. Um, something else I got back into playing this week was Injustice 2. And... I don't know. I've I've got a sore thumb at the moment. <laughs> I think I've I think I've injured it while using Harlequin in the game at the moment. Um Really?
2: Really you've injured your thumb <laughs> yes. while using Harley Quinn. In what way have you been using Harley Quinn?
1: <laughs> oh dear. So so obviously the end game material is you've got this meta universe, this um this universe, you know, in the you know, like in the um in the T V show The Flash. You've got all these different versions of Earth and on there are different things to do. Um, they will up they will level up your character and drop certain drops. So like Destiny we have we have the exotics, don't we? And we have the blues and the greens. Yeah. Uh, we have greys, blues and, and, and gold or yellow. And uh-huh. they and they, and their one is um their gold one is called um epic, for example.
2: Oh yeah, okay.
1: So I got a i i i was doing one one street um session of of, of rounds, and they dropped a a new headpiece for Harley Quinn, but it was like a a level seven epic, where I've already picked up a few twenty level twenties, but I can't use them at the minute because I'm not high enough. Okay. So that will up your your stats. So you got a you got about five or six sets of stats on your characters with with XP, health, stamina. Um, abilities, because you do get abilities that you can attach to your character as well um, and yeah, it's, it's it's now more than just a fighting game for me where I enjoyed the story and, and most people would maybe trade it in after they played the story, but from this point of view I'm, I just love it um, mm-hmm. I'm level, I think I'm level 13 now so I'm getting there but um, also earning, earning the, um, should we call the the loot crates in brackets Oh yeah. So, what you can do is you get when you do certain challenges within the gate, within the <clears throat> within the, the different planets you're, you're on, doing the the the, uh, the quests and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you can get gold, um, platinum, different types of of crates, which open up new gear as well. So it's all these different ideas. The same way Destiny works, and a few other other games like that, and Overwatch. Yeah. Um, you're earning these these loot drop crates to give you um, different different pieces of armor uh, for your character as well. And it obviously ups the stats of the character. So, good. so yeah, that's pretty good. Another multiplayer game, I'm ranked two in Call of Duty.
2: <laughs> Whee! Don't <laughs> worry, uh, I'm rank eight. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I... I, I Infinite put a, warfare, though, isn't it? It is, Inf-
1: it is, yeah. So I started the story, and I just thought, well, let me hop onto multiplayer and see if I can get my, my backside kicked. Because I think I'm, you know, as it is, the game's a year old and I'm a little noob on level one. Hmm. Um, you do feel a bit reduced, shall I say, in this. Because everyone else is has got better guns and that. I think that is the case still. I don't think, well, should I say, I think power matters, is not it, in this game?
2: Yeah, I think so. Knowing so so jump... the maps is the thing that really matters the most. <laughs> uh,
1: probably, yeah. And I've, had, I, I've, I've seen about two or three maps now. Yeah, um, But I played Team Depth Match. So at least it gives me a chance.
2: <laughs> Have you tried Zombies in Spaceland yet?
1: No, I haven't, no. I didn't know oh, where it's
2: Yeah, it's part of the pack. It's so good.
1: Is that the free stuff, or is it a down, down, down? No, it's free. It's oh, free. is it? No, okay. Yeah,
2: there, there are other theme parks that you, that you can go to, I mm. think, as DLC. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's uh, it's really good. And... Um, I was actually just messaging uh, Chris today Hmm. and he's been practising zombies in Spaceland because he knows that I prefer it so that the next time we're all on, we can have a blast on that and, you know, uh, his friend Mark as well. So hi to both of you guys. Uh, So that'll be quite good if we can get a four player um, zombies game going.
1: Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um... Yeah, It, it
2: is quite funny the way that it operates, actually.
1: Oh yeah. I mean the story's not too bad. Um it's sort of it's sort of, it's it's not like Call of Duty well I suppose it is because the last Call of Duty I played was probably another space version I think if I remember rightly. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not back to the original style of Call of Duty yet, but it's all right. I mean yeah, get me back into it because I know at some point I'd like to try the new one.
2: Well, I've got that. Um not that I've had much chance to play it recently, but uh, mm. it's fantastic from what
1: I've played of it so far. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure I will look forward to that. Um, That's me done, really, but I'm really more interested in what your thoughts are on Monster Hunter. That's one of the things you've got to play, which I'm really, you know...
2: It is. So it ruined ruined my surprise there. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, no, no worries. Uh, I'm going to talk about Monster Hunter in a minute. I almost said Monster Munch then. Just <laughs> my <laughs> nose, Chris. But first off, I'm going to talk about Civ 6 because I picked this up mm. in the Humble Bundle sale. Now, for those of you who don't know, Humble Bundle is a place that does loads of PC games at reduced costs and they very often have bundles of games that you can actually say pay a dollar for four or five games 7 dollars for um another six or seven and then you know like 15 games for 15 quid sort of thing
1: that's right yeah
2: um and they're they're normally really good but the other thing that they have is called a monthly bundle hmm. which you can subscribe to either for a month uh for a few months or for a year And the longer that you subscribe, the cheaper it gets. But the monthly bundle is uh, £12. Mm. And I subscribed to this, and I got Civ 6 with a couple of DLCs for that amount of money. Plus, I got Life is Strange, the original one on PC, Mm. uh, Tacoma, um, a game called Owlboy, Snake Pass, The Norwood Suite, Fortune 499, and... Black The Fall. Oh, okay. So that was all for 12 quid, which I thought Mm. was... Oh, sorry, $12, rather, which is fantastic value when you consider that it costs you more than $12 to actually get Civ on its own.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've always fancied playing a Civilization. Um, And I think I'd like... uh, uh, Is there one on the Xbox now?
2: There is on the 360. Mm. It's Civ Revolution. I'm not sure if that was actually given away with gold, to be quite honest. So you probably already have it in your uh, possibly to install list.
1: Yeah, I'll have to Google it that. It is on
2: backward compat. I'm sure.
1: Uh, it's probably cheap to buy though, isn't it? As well as I would have thought.
2: Yeah, yeah. So for those of you who maybe haven't had a PC, uh, Civilization uh, basically it's where you you are a leader of. Uh, part of the world and you have to build your empire and the idea is is to win the game to either get a technological um, win, an economical, a political win, you know, the, those are the sort of styles that you play it it's based on a hexagonal grid Uh so it's not hexagonal octo- octagonal grid and basically each square produces so many resources um, and you can Build, you know, armies, and you know, do espionage on other people in other areas. But you have famous leaders who, you know, who rule the other lands. So, for example, uh, and you can play them as well. So, for example, the this game has twenty historical leaders, which this time includes Roosevelt for America and Queen Victoria for England. Mm. I think Sith Five had Queen Elizabeth the First, because I. Uh, cause I I actually beat the campaign on that um, on that game. I think I got an economic victory. Yeah. Um, and it was something like 0.019% of Steam players had actually beat the game on that, you know, on the achievement. So it's probably, I think, my rarest achievement ever <laughs> that I've got on a game um, in a, on any system. Uh, but uh, so, and, and that's basically what you do. So you have to manage your resources, you have to establish trade routes. You have to, um, you know, balance your economy, keep the people happy, fight wars, gain allies, etc., etc. On the whole, personally, I don't feel it. Ma- it it's a a massive leap forward from Civ Five, and some of aspects of it feel a bit more more of an upgrade mm. than anything else. There are some changes which have been made, like uh, having to produce workers and that on a regular basis so that you don't actually end up having workers who have been farming your fields for 400 years. (laughs) Um, The art style, you know, the game looks beautiful as it is, but if, if you know what I mean, even though it was very familiar, because, well, all Civs are pretty much familiar to each other, it was there was enough there, and it's been significantly long enough since I've played Civilization mm. that it was actually. What do I have to do here again? You know, when you get to that stage in a sort of game, and some of the new bits that are in there. But it's really nice to play the game again. I am going to play it a lot more, but it's been one of those ones I've been waiting for this to come very cheap before I get it because I was quite happy with Civ Five.
1: Yeah, to be so so where does Civ Revolution sit with it with all these then?
2: Civ Res- resolution revolution was about the well, it's a separate game, but it's about the same era between three and four. If I remember, right?
1: Because this came out um, back in two thousand and ten. I'm just looking now. So, revolution. Yeah, twenty seventh of May two
2: thousand and ten. Guys, it that long ago? Yeah. Or that wasn't the Re- revolution two. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I never played it much on the consoles because. Well, it was PC, so why would I bother playing Revolution yeah. on a console? Because it's not as complete an experience, I don't think. Mm. Um, but, you know, the, the the game, it looks absolutely lovely. Uh, plays really well. If you've played Revolution before, I think you'll be right home um, on this game, to be quite honest. It's mm. just It's just good fun. Yeah, cool. So... Go on, I'll put you out of your misery, Monster Hunter. Yeah, because
1: it's a is this Japan this is originally a PlayStation game.
2: To be honest, I've never been a big fan of Monster Hunter, so I can't remember what system it originated from. It's yeah, been one of those games that sort of bypassed me. Okay. I know that, that it's been on the DSs and that, hasn't it? But um I as for where it originated from, it was not something that I would ever really bothered about. Mm. Um so I've had a, a a good bit of playing now. We've gone through the tutorials and the first missions and what I can say is first off when you look at this game wow this game looks really good. It's uh the graphics on it are absolutely fantastic. It's very Japanese in terms of its style of delivery of stuff so you know how on um get some some Japanese sort of style games you get characters who keep prompting you mm. so it's like hey over here sort of thing those <laughs> sort of you know and you keep getting that in this game if, if you decide to wander off and go away from what it's trying to get you to do mm. you keep getting these you know oral responses and then you look around and think well where are you <laughs> you know, you can't see them. <laughs> but you've got these um sort of like sat nav flies <laughs> or, or whatever it is I can't even remember what they're called yeah. uh, but they tell you where to go Um, so when you start this on the X as well, because I've, I've got this on Xbox One X I should say mm. um, you get a choice of different uh, styles of gameplay in terms of how the game operates on the system, mm-hmm. so you get do you want to prioritise resolution so do you want it 4K or not uh, do you want to qual- uh do the frame rate or do you want quality of graphics right so you get those options and it looks stunning whichever option that you go for but I went for the four k
1: of obviously of course you would
2: yeah hm um the environments are really detailed and colored um the you know they the look the they look very much the style of a lot of the games you know nowadays but think of Sort of like the Uncharted 4, you know, th- sort of uh, environments that they look a bit like that, but a bit, everything seems to be a bit bigger, as it were. Yeah, yeah. You're know, like bigger leaves and stuff like that. Um, personally, when I was playing it, what struck me was this really feels a bit like Final Fantasy 15. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's, I know some people will say, I've gone mental. <laughs> when I say that, to be quite honest. But I don't know, I just think the way that it's kind of delivered to you and whatever, and some of the cut scenes that are in there, because Monster Hunter never evidently used to have cut scenes, uh, but this one does, and that helps to know what what it is that you're doing and why you're doing it. Mm. Um, but for some reason, it just made me have a similar feeling to Final Fantasy 15. so I think you'll probably enjoy this. Yeah, because I know that you really liked um, that. When you, uh, oh, sorry, so I started off with uh, the wrong weapon, I think, because you get uh, there's about fourteen different varieties of weapons. Can't remember the exact number, but you can choose these. They're they're in your box when you go to your room at, at the main hub, hmm. and that's all you know, all fine. But and you can train. On the different weapons, but I thought, oh, I quite like the look of this staff. Um, you know, I'll start off with that. And it was a wrong weapon for me. It just, it was like an acrobatic, you know, sort of attack. And I was just not feeling it. So then I thought, no, I'll change to like, um, you know, a heavy machine gun sort of thing. Apart from it was more like a rocket launcher, which I selected. I think I selected the wrong one. So when you play this, uh, this game. It's not like swapping weapons on Destiny. You know how on Destiny you swap a weapon and yet yeah, it does co- uh, impact on the play style mm. that you play. So if, you know, if you're going, using a scout rifle um, you know you're doing one shot at a time. If you're doing an auto rifle, you're doing many. If you do a submachine gun your reticles going all over the place, you know, like a mad thing. Oh, it's yeah. not like that. Mm. The The it's more like changing your subclass on Destiny It's okay. changing your weapon in terms of your moves are completely different. So, you know, but it's it's more so, do you know what I mean? It's like mm. changing your subclass plus on Destiny because <laughs> it really does impact the way that you play that game. Mm. You know, and you get the wrong weapon and you're not going to enjoy it. Because I found when I first started and I got the wrong weapon, I thought, I'm not enjoying this game. What is everybody going on about? Yeah. And then when you find a weapon that you like, it's much more fun. So when you hit monsters, I think, again, you to monster hunt, uh, you get the damage number come up, but the damage number comes up in different colours. So then you can see whether or not you've actually done damage on like a thick piece of rawhide or a sensitive area. Oh, okay. Which is quite a nice kind of effect.
1: So, are they? Uh, how do you? How do you feel about how it is to kill them? Are they? Is oh, it they
2: took me ages. Took me absolutely ages to get to kill the first one. Hmm. But that, I think I had the wrong weapon, and I, I wasn't using it to the best you of didn't, my ability. You didn't have
1: some kick-ass sword then that you needed to oh, to take uh, him down.
2: I went after that. I went to a ridiculously sized sword, uh, sized sword that mm. was about the size of a car. <laughs> <laughs> so is that uh, like the
1: old Final Fantasy of old when you said one of those swords that you think you would never be able to pick it up? You tried, you know?
2: Yeah, well, th- th- this is exactly the same. Yeah, and I did better, but it, it still, it just th- that that weapon didn't work for me uh, in the same way. So I think I ended up with two short swords in the end. Mm. Or I think they were actually called knives, but because everything's sort of like oversized, they look more like swords. (laughs) So that was, you know, that that was uh, the combat. Um, In terms of your actual monster hunting, Mm. um, what you do is you look around the environment and you will find a paw print. And then you'll look around a bit more and you'll find tracks. And then you look around a bit more and you'll find some more paw prints and whatever. And, the more that you do that, the more that you start to hone in on the uh, monster that you're actually hunting. Until eventually, your um, guiding insects say, "Oh, he's over here," and then you can just follow them, and then you can start attacking um, the creature. But there are different, you know, ways of attacking. Some sometimes, you know, you there are different characters in there that will be saying. Rather than kill them, why don't you capture them so you can like you know deploy your net? You can go fishing on mm. this game. I mean, it's not exactly Sega's you know bass fishing fish <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, but you know it's there is still like this little inbuilt thing in there as well, and you can catch some really quite ridiculously sized fish on that as well. Yeah, okay. So um, there's all of these sort of aspects. And so, and there are missions that, you know, people that you meet in the environment that will uh, do that for you. There's things for the hub uh, that you can set off on. Or you can just go into, like, free roam mode. Or you can go into an ex- expedition. You know, there are there's a notice board to pick up different missions that you want to do. You can play up to 16 multiplayer. Mm-hmm evidently That'd be interesting uh, i've not tried that but you there's also a single player mode and if you get stuck you can send out an sos to bring people into your game to help you but as i understand it the difficulty on the enemy that you're attacking or the monster you're attacking increases as you bring in more experience or more players
1: okay yeah i, I can so see the point of that yeah
2: yeah the, there's like a cause and effect hmm. kind of impact Character creation, when you start the game, you can create your own character and customise them. There's, you know, like uh, about 10 base styles and then you can go and tweak bits from it.
1: Mm. Well, I have seen a few people's, uh, that people have posted on Twitter and all sorts with their characters. They look pretty good, actually, I must admit.
2: Yeah, I mean, my guy's got you know, like long black hair and a beard and a moustache. Mm. Black hair, you know. But, um, nothing nothing
1: like you, of course.
2: Nothing like me, no. <laughs> the start <laughs> off is thin. So, um, you know, there's all of these sorts of uh, things that you can do. But to be honest, the, um, the customisation mm. in that respect is very cosmetic, as is the RPG element of it in terms of your main character, because your main character is exactly the same no matter how how long you've been playing it for, because what you're actually upgrading is your equipment and your armour and stuff like that. Mm. So, you know, as a result, you know, your characters technically, I don't think, any stronger when you finish the game to when you first started it. It's just got better gear. But to get better gear, what you've got to do is um, kill monsters, salvage them for resources, craft new or upgrade your existing gear. So that's yeah. the way, that that's the mechanic, you know, it's that, mm. you know, rinse and repeat sort of cycle that you're doing it all on.
1: Yeah. Did you go for digital or did you go for disc?
2: I went for disc. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought, it was one of those ones I thought I'm either going to love it or I'm going to hate it. Mm. So just in case I hate it, I'll get it on disc because then I'll be able to get some money back on. It.
1: Yeah, because I'm just looking now on Amazon, uh forty three ninety nine. With Prime, I suppose where it's, I think it's nearly 50 quid on the Xbox. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's Mm.
2: ridiculously priced on there. So, but yeah, um, I've not played hours and hours and hours of it, but what I've played on it so far I've enjoyed. It's a very solid uh, game. You know, there's missions and stuff, daily missions and that that you can do. So I'm looking to get my teeth into it a (coughs) little bit more. Mm. So that's, you know, that's my gameplay on that one. Um my next one is uh well one of a few uh indie ones I've done. First off was Ikimu, uh which is uh, uh Splinters of the Dark Shard, that's the the rest of its title. Uh it was only three ninety nine, very cheap sort of game. It's graphically not great. Uh third hmm. person action puzzler. Not very demanding, games set across various, numerous different areas, and there are a few collectibles to get. There's a end-level boss on each one, it's not too hard to complete. Okay for Achievement Hunters, but mm.
1: wouldn't recommend <laughs> it for anyone else. <laughs> so, so, you mean yourself then, yeah, obviously.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, well, why else would I have bought it?
1: Yeah, of course, silly question.
2: Yeah, Planet of Eyes, of the eyes rather, uh, mm-hmm. Xbox One and PS4, this is out on... It's a nice cartoony platform adventure. you play a robot traveling on various different landscapes there's puzzles there that are quite logical for you to get past not massively difficult to beat There's a couple of areas that are a little tricky in terms of timings and jumps and whatever, but other than that it was a you know it was pretty straightforward quite enjoyed it. The only problem was it just didn't last very long. I'd completed that game in within a few hours but I enjoyed my experience of it in in that time. Mm. It's a bit, it's kind of like a more, you know, more colorful, spacey limbo. So (laughs) you think about that kind of thing, but a bit more, you know, cartoony graphics. Yeah. Uh, And that's the sort of gameplay that you're looking at really, but it was okay. You know, if anybody sees that cheap, you know, a few quid, it's worth a up and a a quick blast through. Mm. And then the last one, i'll talk about tonight is rememuard and this is on xbox one and it's a kind of platform puzzle game but i say that because it's really quite a weird game very little color in it mainly it's all black and white and it can make some of the jumps quite tricky because the white just looks sometimes when you're looking at these rocks or whatever it is that you have to jump onto mm. uh, the you're looking and you're thinking, "Is that one rock? Is it two rocks? Is it close? Is it far? you can't quite gauge things? You play it all from a first person perspective as well. uh but what's unique about this game is in order to progress up the levels, you're not just like running dying light kind of thing, you know, doing all of that sort of stuff to get to the top of the level or whatever mm. because when you turn round and then turn back again the platforms change. So sometimes you won't be able to get to where you want to go until you look away a few times. Okay. Which makes it, it's an interesting mechanic, I think, that ultimately kind of shoots itself in the foot because if you just keep looking away and looking back, eventually you'll get some platforms that'll take you to where you want. Mm. If you see what I mean. Which makes it then a little bit easy. Well, very easy. Do you to need to honest. play
1: this? In the, silly question, because I'm just looking at some some um, some video of it at the moment. Just talking about it. And do you need to play that in the dark? But is that that because it looks? Say, it's yeah, yourself. I
2: would say probably more effective in the dark. Because I I normally play all of my games in the dark. To be quite honest, mm. um, just you know, just because I just switch the light off because you know the TV lights up the room. Yeah, but to be honest, be, because of the This inbuilt mechanic of looking away and looking back to get your platforms kind of makes you feel when you get to the end, it was a bit by serendipity rather than by skill. Right. If you see what I mean. Mm. So um, while an interesting idea didn't quite work for me. No. But when you've figured out what to do, you know, you can steam through a level very quickly.
1: Mm. Was there many
2: levels? Fourteen. 13 okay. 14 something like that so but again you know and you'll steam through the levels literally i think it took me a, a, just less than an hour to complete yeah you know once you've got that mechanic that's it okay it's a shame because i think otherwise quite a novel idea it just needed a little bit bit more in there yeah yeah so but yeah i mean you know if it's if it's only a few quid it's worth a, a look Mm. So that's it. No, that's uh, uh, my gaming for this week.
1: There's there's a bit of news that we f- forgot to mention, for in the gaming side. Oh yes, and um, Red Dead Redemption Two. Yes, we all thought it was coming out around March time. If I remember rightly, possibly. Yes. It's been put back to the twenty sixth of October.
2: <laughs> Not surprising, really. Not no, but surprising. they but
1: they did say they did say. It's to make the game look better. We want to we want to tweak it still. So, fair enough to Rockstar. I don't have any qual- qualms with that. Yeah. I'm not, because of the time of year it is, we won't know maybe until about E3, really yeah. what we're going to be playing at that time of year. Yes. Um, there's a couple of games I can think in my head that may, might be out, and as well as the standard games that are out every year as well.
2: Yeah, and, um, and the yeah. other one is, is that Anthem's been pushed back, hasn't
1: it? To 2019. Yes. I, think, I, I, I don't blame them for that. They've seen what's happened to Destiny. They know what they what Bioware did to um, Mass Effect, and the last time they played did that. So, exactly, yeah. Just
2: And I think everything that's happened with Star Wars as well, and I think EA's just thought, no, we're losing a lot of ground very fast now. Yeah. The the customers are starting to be revolting. Well I think they've always thought we were revolting, but revolting in a different way.
1: Mm. So. And and me the, and there's and there's Metro Exodus, which I really look I'm looking forward to. We haven't even got a release date for that yet. No. So maybe some of these games are gonna be at the tail end of Christmas again. Where before then I'd be playing games from last Christmas. Yeah. Still. Because so I've even played um I haven't really got into Assassin's Creed yet.
2: No, neither have I. Because this is one of those games that I've actually shelved for other things. Well, that's it. I'm you I mean, of coming back to.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have, I have, I've got to a point in the game where I can say, right, well, I'm not going to do any more because oh, I need to listen to what's being said, how the game, what the game's going to do. Um, for the moment, Persona Five for me has got to be uh, my priority to finish. Hmm. Um, and then I can pick up another, a longer game uh, to pick out, you know, to to, to concentrate on.
2: Yeah, I don't know why I I haven't continued with Assassin's Creed, because I was really enjoying it. Mm. But what I'm finding at the moment is I'm getting a real pull to go back to Rise of the Tomb Raider.
1: It looks gorgeous though, doesn't it, as well?
2: Well, I haven't played it for ages, and I've not seen it in 4K, Right. and I'm just, it's One of those games, I've got the season pass and everything for it, Mm. but I only got so far into the game and then...
1: Oh, so you never actually actually completed it then?
2: No, no, I didn't. Because I was... I think at that point, I was doing a lot of different games, testing them out for the show. Mm. And I was a bit... uh, I don't know... um, Overwhelmed with all, all, everything that I was uh, testing out at that time, and that was one that I, I thought, I'll go in. I'll give my comments on it, and I'll come back to it when it mm. gets a bit quieter. Yeah. And then it just, you know, things slip by the wayside, and then it came out on PlayStation. And, yeah, you know, I, I thought,
1: mean, I completed the the story and all the DLC. Yeah. So um, achievement wise. I can't remember how many I got. I'm not sure if it was um, stingy or not. To be honest,
2: I've, I have a feeling that the game was stingy. If I remember rightly,
1: yeah, because obviously the, with the DLC, um, there we go. My gamer score is six hundred and ten. Okay, Yes. best out of two thousand two hundred and fifty gamer score.
2: Yeah, that's uh, pretty poor. <laughs> to be honest, it's, <laughs> but that it's but that's, stingy. Is it that? is,
1: and that and that's probably because we got the. The DLC as well. Yes. So, but yeah, and I've played it for 38 hours. Just having Get a look. Grief.
2: <laughs> yeah, because uh, I was all about getting gamer score last month.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. You know
2: how much I ended up getting?
1: I don't even want to know, because you're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: go yeah. on
1: then, go on, you can tell me, I don't mind.
2: 16,291. Yeah.
1: That's ridiculous.
2: And I'll, I'll tell you uh, what was funny as well was, uh, hello Alan, by the way, for this, but it got to an hour before midnight on the 31st. And I thought, do you know what? I want to make sure I get to the next thousand. So I've got an hour to get 200 and something gamer score. Mm. And that was the, the sort of challenge that I set myself yeah. So I thought I'm going to load up Little Acre and I'm going to have a go on that. And I blasted my way through that. Um, no, sorry, it was wasn't it wasn't now, but it was uh, half past ten. Mm. So I'd heard Little Laker was quite a good little action adventure. Um, that would, you know, that that was not too stingy on the handout of uh, achievements. So I thought, right, I'll give that a go. Yeah. So I started blasting my way through it. And it got to an hour before and I messaged Alan and I said, you know, like, I've got like, I can't remember what it was, 400 or something. Mm. Game of score to go. <laughs> it was like, it's quarter two. I've got 200 to go. <laughs> One minute two. Yeah. <laughs> I'd completed the game at about 400 score all <laughs> dropped all at Cause once cuz you're on,
1: cuz you funny enough. cuz you're on 640 for this month at the moment. Yes, I am. Yeah. I'm just I'm just looking at it now and I'm on, on a mere 120. <laughs> <laughs> and that's cuz I'm playing games that are not giving it out easy. I can tell that for nothing. Um Injustice 2 is another game that, you know.
2: Yeah, that's really stingy game, but to be honest I don't enjoy Injustice 2 either. That's Well no, but
1: no, but that sort of game, actually. I mean, I'm playing the games that aren't easy game of school. If you know what I mean, so. What are you that right. like? Yeah, they're hard games.
2: <laughs> so you say that I play easy games.
1: Well, easy, easy indie games. Yeah.
2: M- Mister, you know, needs his fire team members to help him out in tight situations.
1: No, uh, that's what friends <laughs> are for.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean. Yeah, some of the games that I've played, you know, I'll I'll hold my hands up. You know, they've been chosen because I can... And it says I can complete the campaign in a few hours because at the moment that's just... And what I'm finding is um, my time is quite modular. Mm. So sinking into Assassin's Creed Origins or Rise of the Tomb Raider is a lot more difficult than trying to get onto a game that I can just play and complete in one session yeah yeah and that's that's just kind of where i am you know it's just been a crazy few few weeks really uh, so that's why i thought through th- uh, through january i thought i'm going to just go for it and see what how you know how, how much can i get because I, I know that i you know a lot of the gamer score that i'd had previously mm. was um mm. you know relatively um you know, on, on on some of the higher months was relatively easy to do. So, yeah. um, you know, things like Telltale Games. So I thought, I, I wonder, you know, how far can I just make it in a month?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll go, actually, to be honest, I'd like to, to see. Speaking in Telltale, I would like to try that Batman game. Hopefully that comes as a free one month. Batman? Um, yeah, the, you know, the Batman Telltale game. That was it last did.
2: month on Plus.
1: Yeah, that was um, only the. That wasn't the whole game, though,
2: wasn't it? Are you sure?
1: Yeah, it was like the. It was either the DLC. I think it was like the DLC or something.
2: I thought it was the whole game because I've not known I'm not give the whole game.
1: Oh well, I'll have. I'll double check because I did download everything from last month.
2: Well, it should be the whole game.
1: Um, sure, but I'm sure it said this is to play with the actual game or something. So it wasn't really.
2: Well, maybe you didn't <coughs> download all of what you should have downloaded
1: but i you know I, I like to you know i don't care about my trophies on playstation to be honest it's you know i'm a year i'm i'm not i'm coming up to a year in maybe
2: i i think to be honest you've just got to if you if you want to concentrate on game score trophies you just got to choose one yeah and go except, with that because yeah. otherwise you you're just doing you know it's it's just silly having to buy the same games on both systems
1: yeah and it seems pointless that's why the playstation Is more for um, PlayStation games, if you know what I mean, you know.
2: Well, I mean, my PlayStation, it's for the
1: exclusives. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, should we move on to movies? Yes, let's do that. In quest of a better life. Right, let's start with movie news. Now, As I'm the host, I could just reel it off, but because it's Game of Thrones and it's part of the love of your heart, I'll let you just Mm. chat about it and say what what your your thoughts are on the news.
2: Well, uh, so Game of Thrones, after what was an absolutely fantastic season uh, last time, or I thought it was, Mm. um, Maisie uh, Williams, who's on the show, Game of Thrones, that is not on this one. (laughs) I was going to say, where is she? has uh, actually uh, let it slip uh, about when we can expect uh, the next and final season of Game of Thrones to air. Mm. So the great news is it's April. The bad news is it's April 2019.
1: So I have a whole year to try and catch up if I can get me thoughts into this.
2: But this is tortuous, you know. It's like you're talking about Game of Thrones ended, you know, the last season, last year, and it's still 14 months away. Mm. You know, but uh, evidently filming is uh, finishing in December of this year, and then the first episode is going to air in April 19. Now, I've heard rumours that might actually be the end of April as well. Mm. So it's going to be a long, long wait. Um, and the other thing about this is season eight will also be the shortest show or season yet with only six episodes, which makes it uh, much shorter than the penultimate, uh, season, which had seven episodes. Whereas all other seasons, the first six basically, they were all 10 episodes each. Mm. So we're not only having to wait an extra ordinary long time for uh, Game of Thrones but we're also getting less of it when we do get it, <laughs> so let's hope that the quality is just superb because that um, dead dragon breathing down the wall, wow So I have
1: no idea what you're talking about,
2: no you haven't but you <laughs> will so yeah it's a fantastic uh, fantastic end okay. Um but, uh, yeah, so we've we just got to wait uh, now to see what happens.
1: Yeah. Um, one other bit of news I'd noticed just floating around the, the interwebs and that is that Spielberg's next movie is going to be the next Indiana Jones. Oh,
2: dear. What do you mean, oh, dear? <sighs> After The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, mm. that was... You have your pre- doubts? That was pretty awful to be quite honest. Mm. It was very, very poor. The story was,
1: wasn't great. No, I'll give you that. No. Yeah.
2: And I love Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford has been my favourite actor for, well, just about all of my life since I saw him as Han Solo yeah. right the way through. But how much can he actually do? Do you know what I mean in terms of as well, Indiana if, Jones? If,
1: if the script is good and Spielberg is directing it, I'm hoping that we're going to see something a bit better than last time.
2: Yeah, um, let's hope so because otherwise it, it, they're they're not so much killing a um, a brilliant fil- you know film franchise yeah. as killing it and then dragging it embarrassingly through the town. Because yeah. it was, if if they're not going to make a good job of it, they need to let it go. Well, I um, saw
1: Harrison Ford today.
2: Really? You, yeah. It was, just, it was just in Southampton, was it? Just, was it in Sanders? Um,
1: if you look at your phone, I went. To, I went to home base, and he's immortalized in little plastic figurines for the garden, <laughs> <laughs> along with Princess Leia. What do you think?
2: I'm going to have to have a look at this. Let <laughs> me have a look. Let me get my iPad out. This is. Uh, Sorry folks, this isn't exactly great, uh...
1: No, but it had to be done. As I know you you do um
2: Oh my god, I'm gonna go and get those. <laughs> I'm gonna go and get those. If my wife can have a stone shell tea in the garden, I can have a stone Han Solo and princess Leia in
1: <laughs> yeah, Nick, I well. thought you'd like that.
2: <laughs> I think I might just get them and put them out so that she doesn't know what <laughs> she goes, What on earth are these?
1: I think they're only about 15 quid each. 16, yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Oh. Brilliant.
2: Brilliant. <laughs> I'm off to home base.
1: <laughs> anyway, that's where I was this afternoon, but there you go. Um, so have you got them? No, I didn't. I, I'm oh, tempted. You that? I thought you'd have got There's them. There's loads there, but I'm sure they won't disappear very quickly.
2: Yeah. Do we have no. one of the Millennium Falcon as well?
1: No, there was only two that I noticed. I was like, what are you going? I'm just going over Look, look at these.
2: I tell you what would be really cool is mm. if they did Darth Vader and Stormtroopers, then you could get like ten Stormtroopers and Darth Vader up.
1: <laughs> thing I think is people would nick him out of your garden,
2: wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah they would, that'd be the thing.
1: <laughs> anyway, um releases, cinema.
2: Yeah, releases.
1: So shall I go through this? Journey's End. Um Roman J. Israel Esquire. Winchester, Dinner Thieves and Phantom Thread. I've I don't know much. I heard about Winchester. I need to look more into what that's about. Um, other than that, not too much on my radar at the moment. No,
2: not. I don't think there's um, that much. It's, it's a quiet time of year, isn't it? It's
1: really? not. It's not going to be till March when um, Ready Player One comes out. To be honest, Yes. for me anyway. Not not necessarily yourself. Um, Blu-ray and DVD um, from the 29th of January. Cause, we from from the first episode. um, Clover, with Clover 10. Is it 10 Clover, Clover Lane? Clover Field. Cloverfield? Cloverfield, sorry, with 10 Cloverfield Lane. I liked the second film. I enjoyed that.
2: I, I did. I did. Even though I was thinking I was actually going to see a completely different film. Yeah. Because my friend pre-booked the tickets and he pre-booked it for the wrong thing. And I thought that we were going to go and see um, Resurgence... We sat there watching it. I was thinking, I don't remember car, a car being on resurgence ever, and I don't remember the world being like this. And then I suddenly sat and realised we're not watching the right movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but actually, it, it was it was actually better than the first one, to be honest.
2: Yeah,
1: as a you could probably forget the first movie and just have this as a standalone film, even though the, there is a a third on the way. So um,
2: the first movie was clever, mm. but it wasn't brilliant so no. um it, you know it's that whole thing of being everything was through the lens of the video camera yeah it's we've tremendously had... clever the way that it did it mm. but I'll tell you one thing i've never known a video camera with a battery life that long so it was a bit unrealistic forget well, might... about the forget about the the massive aliens destroying new york mm. it, the thing that, that spoiled the illusion for me was the length of time that the battery lasted on the camera
1: He <laughs> might have a spare <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah but he'd have had to have stopped it at some point it nah, that's, that, that was all,
1: that's all the magic of jj abrams editing you know that don't you
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: um so actually this 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 month is well end of end of january is pretty good so you've got groundhog day 4k blu-ray which i've watched again recently Funny enough um Kings the Go- film. kingsman the golden circle meh i haven't seen it yet but i'm you know, I will watch it. Um, 4K Blu-ray DVD.
2: Well, I've just got that on 4K Blu-ray. Yes,
1: yeah, that's what you have. Um, have you watched it yet? Not yet, no. Okay. Uh, Kingsman 102 is a box set, Blu-ray DVD. Mm-hmm. And the one that I think at the bottom of this list, I think my eyes lit up and I'm sure yours did, is Quantum Leap, the complete collection. Yes. Blu-ray box set.
2: So they were all actually out last week, which was the 29th.
1: Yes. And we are now... The day is the fourth, so tomorrow is the best film from last year, Blade Runner. Twenty forty nine is released.
2: I'm so glad you didn't say the Last Jedi. <laughs> that would have been a lie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Blade, for me, Blade Runner was my movie of the year last year, and it was fantastic. And I'm I'm sure that 4K is going to look absolutely gorgeous mm. when I get to get it. I won't. I probably won't be getting it this month. Um, but yeah, no, that's pretty cool. I don't. I think. I think at the moment we're getting a lot of. Um, there's a lot more releases just being. I think we're always a little bit behind America, aren't we? Because Kingsman Two came out in December, I think, in the states.
2: Yeah, so they, they seem to be on this iteration of the technology now. Going back to from Blu-ray, seem to be released both sides of the pond about the same time. We seem to be slipping back to that three or four months. Yeah. After America, and I don't like that at all. Especially seeing as it TV series have now got to be the, you know, the next day. Because.
1: We're pretty much in sync, though, aren't we? With a lot of, especially Netflix, they do pretty good with that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they do.
1: You know. Um, cinema charts. So we've got Jumanji at five. We've got The Greatest Showman at four. The Post at three. The Darkest Hour at two. Coco 3D, a Walt Disney movie. So I don't even know what that one is, to be honest. a mm. um, so Walt
2: Disney movie, it tells you everything you need to know.
1: Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's in 3D. <laughs> it's not
2: one that you're going to be going and seeing.
1: Oh, definitely not. But the dark, actually, the darkest hour. I still do want to see that, which is the um, Winston Churchill movie. Yeah. Um, which I, which um, the, what's his name's got the um, Oscar nomination, which I still think he's going to get it anyway. I hope <clears> he does. Mm. Uh, The Post as well with Tom Hanks, Um, that should be pretty good to have a look at that. The Greatest Showman, well, he's a great actor, but I don't know about that movie, to be honest. Um, His last movie was Logan, but I don't know about, I I mean, I can't understand these sort of films, not my cup of tea at all. Mm. Um, But yeah, but a lot of people do like the film, so that's all right. Um, Should we go, should we move swiftly on to our, what we've been watching this week?
2: Yeah,
1: but I think we could we, we could now talk for the rest of the evening, couldn't we, until tomorrow morning, with what's what we've been watching. Um,
2: yeah, so. shall I, shall I just start, just ask you a question about this before mm. you actually say about? It's been suggested on the Facebook group that we have a a thing to the community that everybody goes and watches something, mm. and then a few weeks later, we do a show that's based around that where people can chip in the comments or whatever. So shall we do that with this?
1: Oh, people watching it. We could do a set, what we discussed earlier, where we can, it's like a spoiler cast, I suppose, yeah. um, with questions and we can either tag it onto the end of a show or give it out on its own separately. Whatever we want yeah. to do.
2: Yeah. It's like a bonus. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: so, do you want to tell them what we're talking about then? So Since we haven't said yet. We
1: haven't, and it's something you've mentioned for a few weeks now, and some people have thought what you're talking about. But the good place on Netflix mm. was an amazing TV show, and once you start watching it, um,
2: you binge watch it.
1: You do, and I've completed season two. I've well, I even started it last week, didn't I? I think I yes. i did. So I've watched two, the two seasons, um, 12, twelve seasons.
2: 12 episodes, sorry,
1: or 13 thank you. per season, yeah, something like that. Uh, 20 Two minutes, seasons. so it doesn't take long to do, yeah. And I can't say anything about it, but because
2: saying what about it immediately spoils anything well, to do well, with it. I mean, it.
1: we've mentioned, I think we've mentioned before what it's about, but yeah. Now I've seen the end, I can't really say anything. No. I it's, it's really good, and yeah. It's it's well if it's well worth a watch because it's only twenty minutes an episode. Yeah, you know, you can cane them pretty quickly. Uh, yeah. we, had, we had a few people on on, on on feedback that have really enjoyed it.
2: Uh, yeah, so everybody get watching it, and in a few weeks we'll do something about it because I think this is a great one for having th- doing a few theories as well about it because there was a bit of speculation yeah. for season three because season three evidently is going to start airing in September. So I've found out but whether or not that it sticks to that. But uh, there is evidently going to be a third season. Um so let's look forward to that.
1: Yeah, I mean Ted Danson was really good as well as um Kirsten oh, he's Bell. He's brilliant
2: in it. He's brilliant in it. And didn't you love where Ted Danson was in that
1: episode. Yes, I. Do you know? I said to the missus, "Don't say anything." I but said, "Yeah, I, yeah, you're right." I said, to, "I looked at her assistant and She went, "Oh yeah,
2: yeah." <laughs> <laughs> he just looked so at home. I, that's it,
1: it. I thought you can't even say that, really.
2: <laughs> no, but it was it was brilliant. It was <clears throat> absolutely It's an absolutely fantastic series. I'm really glad that you've watched it. And did your wife like it as well?
1: No, she did as well. Yeah, she watched yeah. it with me. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's it's just really good. Viewing, you know, in in terms of, uh, it's a good story. the 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 characters are great. Mm. The way they interact is great. The whole premise of it works really well for it's, what it is.
1: It's funny because the other the other two, you know, the other the other out of the four characters, yeah. Um, I mean, the British actress, she's never done anything else before. That's her first show. No,
2: no, and and she, and she is she is so good. And Tahani.
1: <laughs> and the, the the guy that play the guy that plays the monk, he just makes me laugh. Jason, he's oh, so yeah. he he's thick as a thick as a brick.
2: <laughs> but... He is. Do, do you know? And you know, Tahani does all of these name drops. Mm. You know, it's like he says, oh, do do that, Tahani. And says, well, that sounds like that woman off Downton Abbey. Oh yes, we it She was my my uh, you know godmother, yeah. sort of thing. She does all the name drops. <laughs> Evidently, someone has gone through. Two seasons of The Good Place, mm. and created a video of her doing all of the name drops the video. Love, <laughs> oh, really? about four minutes, <laughs> um, and that's just name and, dropping. And
1: I want, I want my Alexa now to be called Janet.
2: <laughs> yeah, so do I. I love she's, Janet; she's brilliant.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, looking at their their we show their their resume of, of movies that they've been dealing with. Um, obviously, Kirsten Bell. Sent a few bits and pieces and obviously Ted Danson as well. Um, yeah. But they're pretty much unknowns.
2: Yeah, the guy plays Cheedy Captain what he's called, he's brilliant.
1: Yeah. It's just and I just can't, we can't talk about it. We have to we have to keep our mouth closed on that. No. And I think the same is gonna be for Star Trek Discovery as well.
2: Yes, i I will say though, I love Jason Isaacs. Hello Jason Isaacs. He's brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I, he's 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 starting to push Bill out of the way as number one captain.
1: But we can't say much more about that either. At the can't. <laughs> we can't. Um, there's two episodes left, so yeah. once they're out of the way, we can do the same with that.
2: But I think we did say last week, didn't we? What we'll do is, after a few weeks, when people have like, had the time to watch it, we'll do a spoiler breakdown of it all. Yeah. Absolutely. So you know, and then uh, you know what we thought worked, what we didn't like about it as well, because there are some things that are not you know. But we can you know we can have a good discussion. But I I think for a brand new Star Trek series, this hasn't hit the ground running. This is like hit the ground in a rocket propelled well, jet car.
1: <laughs> it's funny because when I was when when there was that little shootout in the last episode, hmm. it was just mental, absolutely mental, and. Every week surpasses itself without well, being too fanboyish about Star Trek. Because there we have had some bad Star Trek over the years, even some of the oh, movies. Yeah. But the way this is the way this has turned around in, in well, I can't really say but even even from listening about the actors talking about it outside of the show. Yeah. For season three. Season two. Um that'd be season two, won't it? This is part two of season one, so um yeah. Who knows where this is going to go
2: and I and I'll I'll hold my hand up I am so glad that I you, was wrong about kid, this show
1: You were so wrong you were petrified that this was going to bomb I, I,
2: Well to be honest everything that I was hearing mm. about it I, it just it the way everything that was going the way everything was you know going on about it it just sounded like the social justice brigade had got hold of this show and were making it ridiculous mm. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of like the, the insinuation in a lot of the things that were reported and it's none of that at all. And it's, you know, it's just a good show and it's exactly what, what Star Trek's needed for a long time. Yeah. And I think what comes across is everyone who's been involved in this show has been either a fan or really understood the fact that they've needed to be do a good job at least.
1: Well, they've given their all on it, really, haven't they? I think. Yeah, they have. You know, you can't. Yeah. There's not one person that hasn't. Um, there's a few a- shock, few shocks in the show, and you know,
2: a few, <laughs> like every week.
1: Yeah, you know, it's uh, oh my god, that it's there's oh my god moments.
2: Yeah, it's it's not this Klingons on the starboard bow, starboard bow. It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely it not. Is, no. Yeah, it is. Um, want of a better term, more adult sort of Star Trek.
1: Mm. And I, I'm so tempted to maybe save epi- the, sli- the last two episodes and put them together.
2: No. <laughs> no don't but, do that.
1: Well, I mean, I'll, at the moment, obviously, it's, it's Monday, tomorrow it's out, ne- the next episode, but um, no, I, I'll, I'll probably get, I'm on call next week, so I'll, I'll probably be able to squeeze 45 minutes, peace and quiet.
2: I'll tell you where I'll be at nine o'clock tomorrow morning.
1: Well, yeah, I'll be. I should have, hopefully, have arrived at work by then.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I've got tomorrow off because I'm going to a funeral. But uh, tomorrow morning, mm. I'll be there at nine o'clock. Yeah. Watching it. i
1: will turn my phone off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you get blow by blow. Guess what?
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's you two, you and Alan chatting away. Like, you know, you got the time to watch it, and I'm sitting there busy at work. <laughs> it go away.
2: I know we do so love winding you up about that
1: because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so late to the party.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: um, but yeah, so that, that, that's about all I've really watched TV show wise. There's other stuff, that I think. I think you know we're talking about.
2: Yeah, I've started watching Altered Carbon.
1: I want to look at that. Um, how did you find it? If we wanted to just chat about that quickly.
2: To be honest, I, if if I'm to be honest, uh, I think if I'd have devoted a bit more time to it, I would have enjoyed it, but. Uh, was kind of like doing stuff as well, and I just wasn't following it, so I'm going to have to go back.
1: It's nothing. I think you've got to concentrate with that. Show, yeah,
2: right? it is. It is. It's one of those ones of doing that. Because it looks,
1: it, it looks so Blade Runnerish. Yes, what I've seen on the trailer. So
2: yeah, I, th- I think that's where they've gone with it.
1: To yeah. be honest, um... but
2: my my main thing tomorrow is going to be Discovery, and then uh, Blade Runner.
1: Yeah, yeah. What Blade Runner twenty forty nine? You mean? Yes. Okay, it's a long film. You got time? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> like I said I've got the day off tomorrow. I just mm. need to be at, a, at the church at three o'clock. So. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's all right then. <laughs> yeah. Um, so movies this week. Um, so the first one I watched this week was way back in way back from nineteen ninety. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sharon Stone in Total Recall. Oh, brilliant. And I never get bored of this film.
2: No, me neither. I
1: think I know the script off by heart by now. Yeah. But for those that don't, for those that not are not on another planet and don't even haven't heard of it, um, when a man goes on a virtual vacation, memories from a planet at Mars, an unexpected and harrowing um, series of events forces him to go back to the planet for real. Um, and it's really clever. Um, there's some There's some great 80s actors in there that have done a lot of other stuff that you, you pick up on. Yeah. And I just like that version. I've not watched the remake at all.
2: And I'll tell you what as well, Michael Ironside is a bad guy.
1: He is outstanding. And
2: I... Oh, well, whatever Michael Ironside's in, he's outstanding. He's brilliant. He's he's the sort of like hidden, you know, hard guy of the 80s, isn't he, really? You know, I, when he when he was like in V... For example, yeah. as well,
1: you know. And Top Gun. Yes. As well, which I think it, the first thing I saw him in isn't available on Blu-ray, isn't available on DVD. Yeah. I can see a dodgy version of it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that's Scanners.
2: Oh, God, yeah.
1: Um, it's just not out there. I don't know why. Maybe sometime it'll it'll be picked up and and put into box probably of classified discs. as a video nasty or something. Well, <laughs> from the first from the first five minutes of that movie, yeah, there's a lot of um, heads exploding or a head exploding, should we say? Yeah. Um, but yeah, but Total Recall's great. Um, I never get bored of those those sort of movies. Um, but I don't. It's funny because the i will be a quick quiz on, on, on the two movies I watched with a, something in common, which we'll save for later. Um, the second film I saw was Minority Report. Yes. Which, from 2002, believe it or not.
2: And I, I can't yeah. believe how old that film is now.
1: But it doesn't look... It's I've had it on my box for quite a while now. Um, so Tom Cruise and, and Colin Farrell. Um, and I've just lately... With Cruise's movies, he's had a few poor ones, but that, that's class. Um If you don't know much about it, basically what this is, is um, in the future, the special police unit are able to arrest murders before they're committed. Um, But then he gets thrown into um, an incident which makes him out to be a murderer in the future. But I I, I loved it. I I didn't suss it. I didn't suss who the villain was. Um, But yeah, really good film. And there is a really, there's a real, um, this little quiz question for you. Those two movies have a have a nice link to something that's out on February the fifth but i'll I'll give you the the answer a little bit later um other than that, what have you been watching pal uh
2: well, to be honest, not that much um just the way that uh, time's been I mean obviously, I watched a good place as well we've already talked about that mm. and discovery. Uh, like I said, I watched a bit of Altered Carbon, but I was not quite quite getting there with it. But I'm going to give it another go, yeah. another crack. Uh, and then the other show that I've been watching this week is being trolled.
1: Yeah, that tacky which little is on show, Sky. Yeah, it's
2: not a tacky little show. It's <laughs> actually a laugh. It's just a light hearted, daft comedy mm. uh, that's on Sky One. Yeah, um, just about a supermarket. Um, you know, about the antics that go on in there. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've been watching that. But I, to me, I'm waiting for The Flash to come back and uh, Supergirl and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to well, start. They, they've
1: already started in the States, haven't they? Yeah.
2: But again, I'm just waiting for them to come over here. Um, oh, I also, I've been watching The Orville.
1: I've. Because we
2: haven't talked about The Orville.
1: No. I have them all on my box. I've watched two episodes. The first
2: two, I assume. Yeah,
1: obviously. So, <laughs> but that I, I I drifted away from it. Why? I don't know. I don't know. um
2: I, I suppose it does. It gets better as you watch it. I mean, what what strikes me about the Orville hmm. is how they've taken the Family Guy humor and put it into an episode of the original series of Star Trek. With the special effects of nowadays in there. Do you yeah. know what I mean?
3: Yeah. And, it- and it's
2: just sort of like every story's compartmentalised. It's the same sort of story, so, you know, that you would have expected to have got on a Star Trek show as well. Like, uh, for example, the second in, not the uh, the uh, alien who's like third in command of the ship, he comes from a race of aliens who are only male.
1: That's right. Yeah, I remember. That and episode, he gets yeah. pregnant,
2: mm. or rather, he lays an egg, and then when the egg hatches, there's a whole issue about what hatches out of that egg, which I'm not mm. going to say so people can watch it. Yeah. But it goes into that sort of moral philosophy
1: from what Star Trek what,
2: was, for it? what the Next Generation used to do, and from the original series as yeah, well. Yeah. So the essence. Of what they've got. You know, uh, Seth MacFarlane, he's absolutely captured the essence of what made the original Star Treks themselves took that identity and stuck in the family guy humour. Yeah, yeah. And I have to admit, even my mother's watching it. Oh, really? (laughs) Really?
1: I I think I tried to get the... She was concentrating, but I'm not sure if it's for her. Um, Yeah. Because I know she can't stand the other movie... Um, uh, galaxy oh, that's cast. brilliant i know it is I, you and i know the it, way but it's doesn't. it's not Hit him in the
2: eyes it's, he hasn't got eyes he's a rock <laughs> yeah.
1: it's it's um it's a spe- i don't know it's it's just not for her so um i, found, I don't think that's why she doesn't like um yeah but that you know um there is another show starting monday night mm-hmm. which is coming back um season 10 i believe and it's the X Files. Yes,
2: uh, yeah. I want to see this as well.
1: Um, I have recorded last season. There was only like six episodes, wasn't there? That, I think something like that was it. Yeah, something it was,
2: like that.
1: Yeah. So I've recorded. I've recorded those. They've been on Channel Five over the last couple of days. And nine o'clock tomorrow night, and the next episode carries on from the end of the last one. So it'd be interesting to see how that is, as a as a, sh- a fan of that show for many years. Yes. Um, so yeah. So before we. Before we go to, um, you want to chat about some, some tech on that, um, Aidan. The, the the Minority Report and Total Recall link is Philip K. Dick. And he wrote a short story which spawned Total Recall, a short story that spawned Minority Report. And, of course, he wrote the book, um, Do Electric. I couldn't say it now. I forgot. Do Android Stream Electric. Thank you. Android Stream Electric which which turned out to be the movie Playrunner. Yeah. So, yeah, I just watched it. I, just, I don't know if that's just out, out of a pure fluke that I've done that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, interesting. He's done so much, so much stuff, that yeah,
2: guy. He's, yeah, he's a good author.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so you want to chat? We'll go into Tech Talk next now. And you want to chat
2: about a yes. controller? So we'll go into Tech Talk.
3: From the laboratories of...
1: So, Hayden, as this is your controller, what, what's it all about?
2: Well, what controller don't I like? The DS Four, yeah. I've never, I've never been a, a fan. It's the one thing that's always kind of browned me off about the PlayStation is the fact that it's too small. I never. Well, I just don't like the way that the the PlayStation three or four controllers were back in the day when it used to be the the DualShock two. Mm. on the playstation 2 i used to be fine with that but for some reason i just can't the 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 DualShock 3 was awful because of the domes and a dual 4 i don't i just i'm just not taking to it i think i prefer the xbox style controller mm. so uh hori released a new controller for the ps4 it's an officially licensed one uh and it's a hori onyx controller for the ps4 and this is uh, actually um, a Xbox sort of style and shape controller, mm. uh, but for the PlayStation. Um, and looking at it, style-wise, it's a really nice controller. It's quite light, but it feels quite sturdy. Mm. Uh, the style is more akin, I feel, to the Xbox 360 controller than it is to the Xbox One. Because the 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 um, triangle and circle buttons mm. are like near the edge where it, you know where it curves uh, and goes onto the triggers, which is more like the way that the three sixty controller was. Yeah, yeah. Um, rather than the Xbox One, which is quite different mm. in terms of responsiveness, it feels really good to the point of sometimes it feels maybe a bit more responsive than the PlayStation controller does. The buttons and sticks are really well placed. It feels comfortable and quite nice to play. And it's really nice stylings. So those are all the positives. Now here, this is what I don't get about officially licensed controllers. And that is, there's no three and a half mil jack port. So if you want to use a headset, you either have to use Bluetooth or you forget it.
1: Mm, That's a big, big no-no then. That is a
2: huge, I I could not believe the stupidity of leaving that out. Yeah. Uh, there is no large light bar, but there is a very, very small, titchy one, you know, like, uh, you get at the front of your controller.
1: Mm. Is that more because it's a licensed design by the PlayStation? Probably. You know. Probably. probably. It's probably patented by PlayStation, I would have thought.
2: Yeah, probably. Mm. There's no motion control. So if you want to do a motion control game, it's not the controller for you. And there is no internal speaker. So games like, um, The Division. Are not going to have that, that sound effect coming through your, handset.
1: Yeah, I've had a couple of ways, like I switch on a torch and you hear the click on the speaker.
2: Yeah, it's, it's more like nice effects, but they're not important.
1: No, they, they're quite good. It's, it's a nice little idea and yeah. it works, but because they're very subtle.
2: Yes. I, um, I quite like them. And it's like, um, on, uh oh, reso gun yeah where well, it's like yeah, human collected you know on all of that that you get yeah
1: and i tell you a good example for me is when i'm playing something like um formula 1 games the racing game yeah. you hear the pit crew through that speaker yeah it's quite nice that is that gives it that that different that feel it's really good i quite like that
2: yeah although when you think about it if you're wearing a headset it kind of like Takes away from the whole point of having the the speaker in the controller as well, mm. but not having the thirty five mil the three point five mil jack and not having the speaker kind of like feels like you're getting the short end on both of those straws. Yeah. Um. And the other thing as well is two triggers, the R two and L two, feel a bit spongy. But other than that, and I know that you know that's quite a list, but don't don't get me wrong, it's a nice controller. It, like I said, it feels great. It plays the games great, but mm. there are significant design flaws in it. I.e., not having a thirty-five uh, mil jack and not mm. having the motion control. And if you've got um, PSVR, not having a full light bar.
1: Now, what was the price of the controller?
2: Thirty-nine
1: ninety-nine. Ooh, that's a bit steep for those negatives.
2: It is. Yeah, I I actually didn't know it didn't have a 35mm jack uh, on when I bought it.
1: Because I think I would have assumed it was there, to be honest.
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's not even a question that you ask, does it have a jack on? Because all controllers have it on. Well, no, not all Mm. of them do. So uh, anybody who's looking out for this controller and thinking I might buy it, buyer beware if you're playing online games and you're chatting to your mates, it's no good. If, on the other hand, you're playing... um, Injustice or Skyforce, you know, with your mates on the sofa next to you. Brilliant controller. Mm.
3: Um,
2: it's, it's, I should say it's also got the trackpad on as well. So, you know, that functionality still there as well. Uh, the other thing I would say as well is it's a bit fiddly to set up because you've actually got to use a DualShock 3, uh, 4 to, um, enable it because you've got to go into your user settings and then set or pair your Xbox to it. You can't plug in a cable Mm. and then press a PlayStation button like you can with a DualShock. Yeah. So a couple of unusual design choices, but to be honest, I, after having had the uh, Revolution Pro Controller as well, Hmm. I think that Sony must give a condition to the uh, controller manufacturers to say you will not... To use all of the features you have to leave some out because otherwise why did the um the other controller not have motion control and not have an internal speaker mm. and why does this one not so i think that they say you have to have a couple of things that you're not allowed that, that won't let them put on because it'll just upstage their existing controller and people won't buy it even though it's a licensed product they'll still get a royalty yeah. So that, that, I think that's actually going on with the PlayStation controllers. And if it isn't, then make, you know, if you're going to do an Xbox style controller for the PlayStation, make sure that the whole thing does everything it should do. Mm. Otherwise, don't bother. Yeah. It's just a bit annoying. But that's my, uh, thing. But I would recommend, recommend it if you're not using online gaming and you don't need motion control or the speaker.
1: Hmm. Ah, oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite, I've got used to the controller now, to be honest. Um, yeah. I mean, I do when I when I switch consoles, I do feel more at home with the um, with the Xbox controller, obviously, because I've never liked the idea of the grips on the PlayStation controller. To be honest, it's no. never, I've never been a fan, but you know, it, you, it's like anything—you get used to it.
2: Well, it's, it's every, everybody likes something different, you know, Mm. so, you know, if, if people like that, that's, it's only, you know, our opinion that.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean.
2: It's not, it's not the controller for us. We prefer the Xbox one, but you might hate it and that's fine. Yeah. You know, but you, you just use what you want to use. So, anyway. Shall we move on to our big debate? There was something
3: missing.
1: This debate is a bit of an odd one. <laughs> there are some bad movies and some good movies. But to be honest, I've not watched a lot of them. So we're going to talk about the worst video game movies. I think we'll probably be much in tandem with this, to be honest. Probably. Now, if you want to start with the, some of the ones on the top of the list, as you, as you wrote this one up, because I don't think there was no point me adding more to this list, other than I've got one game, sorry, one game, I've got one film I want to talk about briefly. Which is not in which isn't in the worst list, it's in the best list. Okay. Um so the first one we got is Super Mario Brothers. Now, all I remember that Bob Oshins with this is and it and it just it was dreadful. I I can't even remember watching it to be honest. I did see it a long time ago. Mm. Um The kids probably love this film.
2: I don't think they do. I don't think to be honest, I think this was pretty much universally no one liked it. it. <laughs> the, the, the reason being is because mm. it had the source content and then completely disrespected it
1: do you think it would have been better if it was like a cartoon movie
2: yeah to be honest then... i think that the cartoon that was on at that time mm. was better than um the film was yeah you know it's it was just diabolical mm. basically but what can you you know, what can you do? It was dark, it was dingy, the characters weren't identifiable as Mario and Luigi. Yeah. And other than having it in a name, you know, it could have just been any sort of fantasy film, so it was it's it was just poor. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like somebody who um had heard of Mario and had no idea, and never played the game.
1: Yeah. Um I I I like Bob Hoskins as an actor. And he has yeah. had some great films, but whoever told him to do this movie should have been shot in the first place. Mm. Bob Hoskins is a gangster at best, not some cute type of character that's going to run around like a plumber. Well, to be honest,
2: other than the fact that Bob Hoskins was short and fat, mm. that was about the only, and male, that was the only similarity he had with Mario, because Bob Hoskins had a bit more of a husky voice. Mario is a, it's a me, it's a Mario. Oh, yeah. You know, so that wasn't Bob Oskins, you know, because Bob Oskins is heavily accented as well. So yeah, it's just, it was terrible.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: So let's, let's put that in room 101. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, we could make that, we could make that little segue into something. I think you know that. We
2: could do, we could. Okay. Should we got to the next one.
1: Double Dragon. Don't yeah, even I'm... know, don't know this one.
2: No, I didn't. I didn't say that, but it's, it's evidently universally terrible.
1: Yeah. Um. If we skip straight. If we go straight to Street Fighter, and all I'm going to say about that is Kyle Minogue. Oh, I love to bits. So, yeah. That's what helped get me through that movie.
2: Do you know what? Do you know what? Why I think that this film was the the what's the worst thing about this film? And it's not actually the film. Mm. And that's Raoul uh, Julia. Oh, from the Adams Family. Yeah, who was Gomez from the yeah. Adams Family. That was his last film when he'd done such a brilliant role mm. as as Gomez in two films and all of the other films that he'd done as well. And then he ends up on this absolute pile of expletives mm. is unbelievable. It was awful. It was it was a terrible movie and not even Kylie Minogue in hot pants could save it. <laughs>
1: No, you can't say that, sorry. This I, is can't say, I can't
2: say that. I can't say that. Actually,
1: I'd be better off watching a Kylie Minogue video. Let's put it that way.
2: Yeah, you would have been. But here's he's interesting fact. What does this have in common with mm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.?
1: Go on, I haven't got a clue.
2: Right, well, uh, Ming Na Wen, who was in this movie as one of the characters, yeah. also plays melinda may i'm just in at agents own. of shield
1: it's funny i'm just looking at the internet inter, oh, sorry internet movie database and i can see i recognize her from the from her picture main picture
2: yeah she, but, she,
1: she's 54 for christ's sake
2: yeah Jesus. but she looks nothing at all like she did on that movie but there you go yeah but, uh, yeah i mean it it was it was awful it was it was terrible mm. and but i still think Mario was worse.
1: Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on from there, we've got two Mortal Kombat movies.
2: Oh, God, yeah.
1: And I don't remember these. I, I know, I think at the time, I think they were these were... Was it the Mega Drive, probably, that these games were on at the time when these films came out? I can't remember. Or is it a bit later? But yeah, I
2: think um, it was. Some, it, was a, it was about then. It was the Mega Drive and that, so...
1: Yeah. But again, they're just... There's no story. There's no plot line. It's. It's just... It's nothing. It's just it's just an excuse to try and make a buck or two in the movie industry, isn't it? And they don't they don't do anything for me.
2: No. And what was worse was Christopher Lambert is rated on the first one.
1: Ah, oh, he's a was, great. He's such a great French actor.
2: He is, but he should have stayed in France for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's it was awful. It was terrible. And mm. also a Mortal Kombat annihilation. Mm. The only thing that was even. Um, that in any way redeemed it, in the slightest, was James uh, Remar as Raiden. Yeah, you know because he's not—he wasn't a bad actor, but uh, even so, and I think he went on to do the TV show as well because there was they did a, a television series based on on that as well. Hmm. Uh, that was on—was it Bravo? Do you remember Bravo as a channel?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's still there, isn't it? As
2: a channel? No, it's gone. It's gone. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it went about what 15, 20 years. Ago?
1: Oh, maybe I'm living in a time loop, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I think you are, you'll find you won't see Bravo on Sky anymore. Yeah. But yeah, that though, that that was pretty terrible. Uh, w- w- uh T V series, although mm. I still watched it every week. <laughs> 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 I'll watch any rubbish really. That
1: was de- well, that was dreadful anyway, wasn't it? It really was. Um It was Moving from there, <clears throat> we've got Wing Commander. Oh god which yeah. um before we go, move on to some decent sort of games. you have to remind me about this one because I don't
2: know this. Well, Wing Commander it was a massive PC game mm. in its day, um, and you were uh, you know you played a character who was called I think it was Maverick. It was sort of like Top Gun in space with big cat aliens called Kilrathi. Yeah, um, and. Uh, What happened was on Wing Commander 3, Mark Hamill Mm -hmm. played the part of Maverick and Wing Commander 4, you know, both of those games. And there were like, it was a bit like the the combat, space combat of Elite, but with a movie intermixed in between each uh, space combat and mission. Mm -hmm. Um, And then someone thought, let's make a film of it. (laughs) And then somebody who needed locking up and the key throwing away for all of eternity thought, let's have Freddie Prince Jr. be the star. So that person will end up in the bad place. But yeah, so it's got him in. So say no more, really, because I really can't stand him. Mm. But when you look back at the games, you know, Mark Hamill in Wings of Liberty, uh, you know, it was... The film that was shot for that, and it was, it was the most expensive video game, I think, at the time when that was created, mm. because everybody was filmed and then cut out of a blue screen or a green screen and then put into a digital environment to make the actual movie, which is exactly what then happened in, you know, the Star Wars movies, where, you know, when they was doing the Phantom <laughs> Menace and that. Mm. This is where they learned, I think, the the way to do it first because uh, it is an old thing. But it, the, the movie that was in that game was brilliant. This movie um, was a pile of poo. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I, all I can say. Uh, but I, the only thing I remember about this film is, I think, because it was about 1999 when the, when The Matrix made this popular, but they used bullet time in one scene. Mm. And I think it was when one of the characters, who was like, Against the um, the main character, uh, you know, but they were all still you're still humans and and that you know, but like the uh, the Ice to the Maverick mm. fell over and uh, spilt some drink or whatever, and then it did a, a bullet time thing around him. But that that was the the only time I can uh, you know the only thing I can think of that that actually stood out from this movie. Other than a desire never to see it again.
1: Mm, yes. Okay. If we move swiftly then to Lara Croft. Yeah. Now, really, this isn't a bad. This isn't a bad movie. Or actually, this one and um, the Cradle of Life. The two. They film were did.
2: acceptable movies. You can't say they were great movies because they weren't.
1: But they had some great actors in these movies. So
2: wasn't uh, Daniel Craig in what?
1: He was in the first one, wasn't he? Yeah. And. Um, you got Gerard Butler was in the second one, yeah. So yeah, I mean, all males loved Angelina Jolie as Tom, as um, Lara Croft.
2: Well, I think males that- just love Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Full stop. Yeah. New paragraph. <laughs>
1: That's it. Um, and I did like um, Chris Barry as the Butler.
2: Yeah, he he's brilliant. Oh, he's good at anything that British Empire, Red Dwarf. Oh
1: god, yeah, British Empire is brilliant. Yeah, I mean, but it was
2: nothing like his character in the game. No, because the the butlers really
1: non-existent anyway, is it really? So he, he yeah. could do what he, he could do what he wanted to do with with that um, playing as a, a butler, whether it was the Jeeves type or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got no problem with the Tomb Raider movies. Um, obviously, we're looking forward to the new one, the reboot again.
2: <laughs> I, I'm not sure I'm I'm so bothered about that. But what I've From what I've seen of it on the trailers, it looks very um, like it's following the iconic images that are established in the new Tomb Raider games.
1: Exactly. Especially, say, the rise of the Tomb Raider. um, I'm I'm thinking that if you look at the trailer, it's it's bang on. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Um, But that's fine. I've got no problem with that. Um, We'll just see what it's like when it comes out later in the year. Um, Okay. One of my favourite franchises of movies for video games, uh, Resident Evil.
2: Yeah, love the movies. Um,
1: I haven't a bad thing to say about these, other than I was disappointed in the last one. <sighs> yeah, uh,
2: I, uh, yeah, it's the, it's the okay. The last one was was weak was weaker. Mm. But things like was it Afterlife? That was wasn't the last one, was it? I can't remember what the last one was called.
1: Um, um, I cannot remember now. Was it Reckoning or something like that? Okay. Um. I, so the last one was the Final Chaps, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and then we had, um, we do we have? We had Afterlife, then Extinction, going backwards, Apocalypse, and then Resident Evil. Yeah,
2: I mean, I mean, in terms of uh, all of these films, they've all they've used the uh, the source material well, but mm. they've not been confined to it. No. So you had Resident Evil in two thousand two, Apocalypse in two thousand and four, Extinction. Missed that one 2007 afterlife in 2010, retribution in 12, and then a four year gap to the final chapter in 16. Yeah, so there's six movies there, uh, but they were all all really good. Mm. Um, I think, I think,
1: I to be honest, from what I can well, I have say, I do own, except for the last one, I do own all the others um, on my shelf here. Um, I, I, I've got a very soft spot for the very first one because that's very close to how the game started with the idea of the hive and the, and the, yeah, and the was mansion. Yeah, that
2: was quite similar, but then it significantly departed, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, Resident Evil Apocalypse had, um, had the villain from the second game, um, which name escapes me right now. Um, but he was her um her friend was converted
2: it was his name Wessler or something wasn't it?
1: He, um he was the 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 guy was converted into the monster um oh yeah, he with me so and from there it went on and then it went a bit went a bit wacky with the ideas um and brought some of the other characters from the games into them as as it went there but I thought overall it's a great series i there's a few other people I know that quite i mean I know Nicky likes him as well he's a very good fan, yeah um. They just, they do work well. Uh, after that, um, House of the Dead, Alone in the Dark.
2: House of the Dead and Alone in the Dark, two different franchises. Yes. Aren't they? But I, I, not I, seen I, either of them.
1: No, no. Um, one I did like, another film I do like, is Doom. Some um, bits
2: of it I like and some bits of it I hate. It's generally, it's quite a cheesy movie. Oh, God,
1: yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It is. But I think with some of the actors and actresses in that, it works well, yeah. because of who's in it, I think, to be
2: honest. Well, you've got Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Let's face it, we all like a bit of Dwayne Johnson. He, you know, he's, he's one of those guys who you can't help but like, I think. <laughs> um, and, of course, Carl Urban, who now plays McCoy. Yeah. And he also played Judge Dredd as well.
1: He did, yeah. Um, and also, in my head, is um, the actress, um, Samantha Grimm. She... Oh, I don't even remember. She was the she was she was one of the doctors um, that was trapped when they when they were doing the experiment when they were went in there first time at the beginning of the film. She was in there um, and she was helping them with the with the experiments to see what was going on. But she was in one of the Bond movies.
2: I don't remember her to be honest.
1: Um, yeah, if you saw her, you'd you'd recognize her. Um, yeah, she she was pretty good as well. Um, but yeah, don't don't. It's a cheesy film, as you say? But works well for what it mm-hmm. is. Um, another franchise which only spawned one movie, um, but I love it to bits. Is Silent Hill.
2: Yeah, that was a good film, and that, that is pretty
1: much spot on for the. It's spot on on how that um, that environment in the game works. It's really, I think it's, I think it's just spot on. To be honest, I never get bored of watching that film, and the music's incredible. It's it's yeah. very it's it's using the game game music. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, it, it is a good actually for you know it's it's not a worst movie that is actually one of the better ones. Um, I can't remember how you pronounce her name, uh, Rada Mitchell. Yeah, she uh, she's the main star in that film, and of course she was on Pitch Black as well. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, was Chronicles yeah. of Riddick. Um, so, and she's quite a good actress. I think she's Australian, isn't she? Mm. Um. But it, it it has been an awful, awful lot of years since I've seen that because the film came out in two thousand and six, and I would say I saw it in two thousand and seven the last time I watched it. Yeah. So it's been a long time. It's not one you see repeated on TV or anything like that.
1: No, I've got the Blu-ray, so. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I did buy that. Um, is there anything out of there you want to talk about with what you've got?
2: The Hitman games. Some people don't like them. I'll I'll give them a pass. They're okay, Mm -hmm. I I, just just don't feel that there's been a good rendition of Hitman yet the last one, Agent 47 that was pretty dire Mm. but yeah, so I don't mind them there's the In the Name of the King A Dungeon Siege Tale that had loads of big stars including Jason Statham on there but it still managed to be absolutely terrible Mm. Max Payne with Old Marky Mark oh yeah, of course (laughs) that was dire as well. The Warcraft movie.
1: That would be acceptable for what it was, probably? Yeah. If you're if, I... you're, if you're a Warcraft fan, I think that you, would, you wouldn't you would be disappointed.
2: So, you know, I was wondering more if you weren't a Warcraft fan, you wouldn't be disappointed, but I get the feeling I would be disappointed if I was.
1: Mm. I haven't seen it, so I can't really comment to be honest.
2: Now, I'm going to be controversial here. Go on. What I'm going to say about Assassin's Creed.
1: I haven't seen It is on my box to watch. Um, I haven't really watched it yet, so yeah. I, I've heard Good and bad for it.
2: Well, um, I know our head chef, Alan, has given his rather colourful metaphoric description of this game when we were talking to him about <laughs> we were looking at uh, looking at doing this as a subject. And yeah. I disagree, to be honest. I actually quite like this as a movie. It had all of the elements of the game in here. Mm. It sets up a franchise for a, a new set of movies. Location wise, for when they were in the Animus, it looks really great. The Animus was different to the game, but I don't think that that mattered at all. But when you compare this game, oh, game, this film, Mm. to the light, to the, to the proper bad movies, like Mario and Street Fighter, this is miles better. Yeah. So I, I think to say that this is, it's, it's just not, it hasn't made the best use of what it could have done out of the source material. Hmm. Fastbender, while good in it I've seen him act better but generally speaking it was all right it just it wasn't going to ever set the world on fire was this movie the stunts in it were absolutely amazing and evidently yeah. it was all real stunts it wasn't done blue screeny sort of stuff other than you know putting in the backgrounds and stuff like, you know, but evidently people did do proper jumps for real, like the leap of faith and stuff like that. I think they did adverts of uh, that when they were launching the film as well, showing someone doing a leap of faith.
1: Yeah. I remember seeing that it was live on, they did it as a a live stream, didn't they? Yeah.
2: Yeah, they uh, did. And, you know, so I'll, I'll be honest, I quite enjoy that movie, but, you know, it's probably one of my guilty pleasure kind of movies.
1: Well, If you're going to say that's a guilty pleasure, I'm going to say there's one there you haven't got on the list. Now, it's not based on an actual video game that we know of. Yeah. But it's about a video game that becomes real to this person in the film. And I'm going back, all the way back to 1984, The Last Starfire.
2: Oh, God, yeah.
1: (laughs) And I absolutely love this movie with a lot of passion. It's it's incredible to see how this game was made, so again, how the film was made with all the graphics that they had to use the computers of the time to build this. It works for me.
2: Yeah, I mean, in terms of graphics, the, the graphics were awful, and you could have you, know, you could get do better graphics on a you know app, uh, uh, Amazon Fire nowadays. To oh, be quite course, honest, what was in but, this film? But of course, you but, but it
1: because of what it was at the time. As much as the way Tron was, yeah. Well,
2: do you know what it, it, I mean?
1: But I do. it's just it's a, just a good, cheesy science fiction movie about a kid that plays a video game that is actually a simulator for the real guys to do exactly the same thing yeah. in space. And that's brilliant. I love the film. The
2: because bits. it was part of their recruitment campaign exactly you beat it, then you could become one of the last you know one of the star fighters
1: yeah and it, it it's got that it has that feel of of a bit of a trashy film compared to yeah the Battlestar galactica of the of the time um but then again it, it's like those i just love them I, honestly it's um if any of well, you guys just go and catch it I, it's probably around somewhere
2: yeah i think kids these days would hate them but it's because it's what we grew up with mm. Um, and I just think that we look at the back at the probably with a bit of rose tinted eyes. We uh, can sort of I, I, and... I,
1: think, I think we do to a certain degree. I mean, I mean, there are times when we think, "Yeah, God, that was a bad movie." Yeah. Um, and my, I and I love the sc- the score in this as well. It's brilliant. It's, it's someone's the guy who did it. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he he really did give an effort for doing a a style of a score close to what John Williams would probably do as well. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's great, and I suppose Battlestar was never, was never. I suppose that was a computer game in the end, but one day, but you know,
2: yeah, I, I think that there's a, there's an entirely different thing of uh, movies that were made into games. Rather, than that. I think that's another debate,
1: <laughs> probably. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's
2: another, but I, I think on all of these, I think that we're pretty much. It's not a debate. It's yeah, that was awful. I think we we agree on on, uh, on this one.
1: Should we say that the worst one is definitely Mario? Ooh. do
2: you know? I'm, I, I'm, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I think that the worst one was Street Fighter, and but it's as, well, they're as bad as each thing.
1: other, to be honest.
2: Yeah, they are, and they're amongst some of the worst films ever made.
1: Mm. Um, oh, and, oh, I could I could put a couple of good black and white films that are better than those.
2: Well, I mean, to, to be honest, they are so bad that um, you know whoever and everybody who was in, if you know, if you had to have that as this is the worst and the best of the video games, movies, you mm. know, you know, had to win Oscars, then you'd be getting things like. Um, Hitman winning Oscars, you know what I mean? It was all so oh. terrible.
1: Well, if, if you had the Rotten Tomatoes Oscars, well, they I can't believe they really called them now. There was like um, the raspberries, weren't there? I mean, yeah. it was it was that version,
2: yeah,
1: of Oscars when they had some real the real bad movies. But even Stallone's movies got in that raspberry session. But you know, well, uh,
2: people always like to
1: do that sort
0: of stuff, don't they? Yeah.
1: Okay. Anyway, that's that done and dusted. But I think we we agreed to disagree. But I think with they I' say pretty much that. The bulk of that early list is pretty bad. Um, it is, and if we've missed one out, let us know on Facebook. It should be interesting. Well, we've, to... we've
2: missed loads. I mean, we missed out Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun Lin, Prince of Persia, Tekken. Yeah, Need for Speed. Actually, you Prince know, of Persia
1: the... wasn't bad to be far honest. cry.
2: <laughs> you know, but they were all Prince of Persia was acceptable. Yeah, I it thought. Was. But anyway, should we move on?
1: Yes, I think we should. So. Um... We've come to the end section with the listeners' questions.
3: John, what's happening to us?
1: Okay, so Mark's given us a few questions to start off, and the first one is: Are there any particular game mechanics that can instantly put you off playing?
2: Oh yes, combat, as in Street Fighter, that sort of thing.
1: <laughs> oh, you don't. Oh, come on, don't say that. I've been, I've been, I've been in it <laughs> a week in Injustice too. Um, Crafting for the the idea of in Skyrim type of games, or
2: yeah, well, yeah, all of that going, having to find resources, collect it, and craft something. I just can't be. You're know, like Minecraft, the way that that does it, or um, well, like Fallout.
1: Mm. But they're but they're, they're not your type of games, are they?
2: No, and I, the other thing I hate as well is when you get an item and when you use it, it starts to deteriorate and then you've got to repair it. Mm. It's just sort of like, oh, really, give us a break. I just want to enjoy the game. You know, if I, if I wanted to have problems about repairing stuff, I'd just live my life normally.
1: Yeah. I think the only one that comes to mind for me is the type of game where when you die, you have to go back to the beginning or the or that type of... You know, you don't carry on from there. You have to go back way back. Or even some games start from the very beginning of the game. I just don't get that. That's.
2: Bad checkpoints and that sort of stuff.
1: Oh, God, yeah. It's. Yeah. It just doesn't work for me. And also, it puts you off those games. And. I think some of the games might be pretty good to play, but if you had better better ways of, um, of, of, of using those mechanics, it would well, you know, you might get a few people playing those games more. Um, should we do alternatives this week?
2: Okay. So. Next question is, if you could watch one movie over again for the rest of your life, which would you choose?
1: That's hard.
2: Uh, I know which one you're going to choose. I'm pretty sure.
1: I don't need to even, you can, you can say it, can't you? Like, you know what it is.
2: I reckon it'll be Blade Runner. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> there we go. We've known each other for too long now, haven't we?
1: We have, yeah, yeah. But for you, would it be The Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on Moving on how do, you, how, how do you prefer to access the latest game and media news Gaming and media news So, where do you go first when you're looking for it Do you come Google. across it do you, then again, <laughs> do you come across it more on Facebook these days
2: Yeah, to be honest I think um, a lot of it is information that's pushed at you now So, <laughs> things like Twitter um, when you log on, you know, to the Xbox or the PlayStation and the, you know, stuff comes up. Mm. And also when you subscribe to YouTube channels, you know, you don't need to go look for information anymore or subscribe to a particular magazine. It's there and it's being pushed at you all the time. Mm. I think nowadays the, the problem is not so much as where you go for it, as in how do you filter out the rubbish? The stuff that you're not interested in
1: true yeah yeah and also
2: i was going to say as well i also use an app uh flipboard on my ipad um and that pardon me just connects to the streams of information that i'm interested in and then i just pick and choose from that
1: yeah i haven't used flipboard for a few years to be honest
2: No, i I like it as a as a packet as a product
1: yeah yeah um i mean yeah i mean i think to be honest, a lot of the time, I think Facebook, GameStop and people, different types of IGN, put a lot of the news out there. Yeah. Um, which must mean I'm, watching, I'm looking at Facebook too much, to be honest. <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, indeed. Um
1: But yeah, so um, next question.
2: Okay, so Ryan Howe. If you had the chance... Oh, sorry, this is Facebook questions, by the way. If you had the chance to be on the set of one film as it was being filmed what would it be?
1: I could, I could spin that question on something I've started to watch 20 minutes of. I'd like to be telling them where they're going wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, to be, to be honest, that was my exact uh, thing. And I think we're talking about the same film as well.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yes, we would both like to have been there with pain sticks sticking it to Ryan Johnson. I think if we get if you, if you
1: get those electric prods and every, <laughs> yeah, every I mean. time we do something you go
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got this idea about Luke. Yeah. Sorry, I'll just plug that into the national grid because it wasn't painful enough. Because the about a pain that is inflicted on us older but, viewers is unreal. But, My son loves the film but ooh.
1: Poor, poor, poor child! Um, But what if what if it was a a film you liked, or
2: if it was a film? uh, What, what film franchise would I like to be on, or whatever? What film?
1: You see, think you're going to there's there's Star Trek and Star Wars is going to sit there to a certain. It's it's, it's like
2: deciding which of your two twin children is your favourite. Yeah. Um,
1: Let's just say you can't, you can't. I can't decide. I'm sorry, but you have to.
2: You have to make a decision. Okay. So I'm going to go for Star Trek.
1: Which, any particular movie?
2: Oh, First Contact.
1: I like that one. Yeah.
2: Because that to me, while it wasn't my favourite one, because that had been Wrath of Khan. Mm, Of
1: course.
2: um, I think First Contact had the good mix of story and fun about it. Whereas Wrath of Khan was a bit serious.
1: It it used humour well. Yeah. Even though his toy spaceships got broken. (laughs) Yeah um am i gonna i'm gonna do you know what i'm gonna go back i'm gonna go a bit old school and i'd love to have been on the set of jaws to see how they had to put up with a shark that wouldn't work and some of the cold <laughs> waters that they had to deal with even though it's supposed to be in summertime because that would have been because it was yeah. spielberg's first big blockbuster or any big blockbuster and um yeah that would have been interesting to see okay um Nicky Wilson, is that the next one?
2: Hang on, no, oh, uh, round after to to two. two. Yeah, we'll write
1: it down two. Okay, what's the one film that everyone hates but you love?
2: I think we've had. <laughs> well, I answered that one. Assassins' Creed.
1: <laughs> well, actually, a lot of people hate Blade Runner.
2: Yeah, they do. Um, they do because it's 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 needlessly well, the first too one isn't, long. Is it? It
1: is. What you mean, one hundred and thirty minutes yeah. too long?
2: No, no, it's a good movie, but the pacing of it. Yeah, I know.
1: People of, like Nikki. People like Nikki fall asleep, don't they? They just they can't.
2: To be honest, though, we're not going to comment about Nicky's thing, because uh, you know, I put on a post of how great is Discovery, said it had the uh, subtitles for the first four <laughs> minutes, that put me off. So I'm sorry, yeah. but have more patience, mate. It's, you know, uh, if you want to deprive yourself of some of the best sci-fi on TV, that's up to you, but you know, I'm not put off by subtitles, and that's about the only place that they appear on other than a couple mm. of scenes later on in the entire series.
1: Speaking of Nicky, do you want know to
2: Indeed. Did you answer, did you answer that though? Oh, you didn't what, what answer what one you hit? Uh,
1: another one. Um well I love I love the original black and white sci fi movies in the day. Well, not that old, Keaton you know. and all uh, I'm that, talking though. about Day the Earth stood still and The Forbidden Planet. And they're great ones, but I think a lot of yeah. people could try and watch them now Were well, they probably couldn't they probably wouldn't love them at
2: all. No, I, th- I think they are uh, quite a desire, uh, uh, mm. a, a taste, yeah, to have. So,
1: because yeah. people say they're so old that they can't watch them. Same as my Mrs. Cullen. She's terrible yeah. for that. But anyway,
2: it it, de- it depends upon on the you know think films like Fantastic yeah. Voyage or Forbidden Planet. I still love those. But you know, it's like Buster Keaton does Flash Gordon.
1: Yeah, is that when with Lauren Hardy though? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, Harold bad, actually. I remember as I was a kid, but yeah. Anyway, do you want to do Nikki's question, then?
2: Yeah, so uh, what's the most disappointing video game you've played? Hmm, disappointing. Yeah.
1: I'm probably going to say Mass Effect Andromeda.
2: I'm going to say Fallout 4.
1: <laughs> you sent the spite me, aren't you? I know.
2: No, I honestly thought it was one of the worst games i I played because it was so hyped. Everybody was going so bonkers for it's it. It's
1: good. It's a great game. What are you about you? Don't like Bethesda. We know that. that you know.
2: It's... Uh, excuse me. Who's played Dishonored two? <laughs> Who's played the uh, the sequel to that? Out of the two of us, because I know it's not you.
1: Uh, actually, I've still got Wolfenstein two to play yet. Yeah? I haven't touched that.
2: And, and also, wasn't it Bethesda that did uh, Bulletstorm? And I played that as well. Yep. So, come on. Anyway. You know, you can't right. say I'm totally anti completely Anyway,
1: so Matt Hadfield says, What is the best DLC have you played? I'm playing The Frozen Wilds on Horizon Zero Dawn at the moment, and thinks it could be his favourites.
2: I've yet to play that, the DLC.
1: I've yet to play the main game.
2: <laughs> yes, I know you. Yeah, well, I thought you'd started playing it, but then... Uh... You had to give your copy back or something.
1: Yeah, I did, but I've now got it.
2: Oh, well done. Well, I expect you review next week.
1: <laughs> yeah, when we're <laughs> going to fit that game in? That, yeah, I thought I got it for about sixteen, sixteen quid. So I went too bad. No, yeah,
2: seriously, what you want to prioritise that as the game to play um, because it is really good. Mm. Um, what's the best DLC? Uh, uh Well maybe
1: what you've enjoyed the most, maybe. No.
2: Well, I'd say what I, I would say probably one of the ones I've got the most hours out of is the Horizon Expansion, mm. which was several different bits of DLC. You know, and the ability to land on planets and all. You know, all of the stuff that still keeps coming with that. You know, and there's the uh, Beyond stuff now. Yeah. So yeah, I'm quite happy with that.
1: I would tell one I I really enjoy playing was the one that I never really got to play when it came out. Yeah. yeah. Because it came out so damned late, I already sold my 360 ready for a Xbox One, I think, at the time, mm-hmm. uh, which was a DLC from Bioshock.
2: Yeah, but you've completed that now, haven't you? Yeah,
1: I have. Yeah, I, obviously that was involved with the um, the Bioshock collection, yeah. and I I love that because it because the story took you before what happened in the first film. Sorry, first film. There we go. That is just start in the first game. Um, and it just span it on its it found its head, and then brought you. Um, Don't
2: say anymore because I haven't completed it. <laughs> haven't you?
1: No, <laughs> no. You need to. No. No, it's, I mean, I love the Bioshock games. They're brilliant. And, um, but that that last bit of DLC that was on the was tagged on the third game, of Bioshock Infinite. Um, really good. Well, and it's yes. it's so it's like it's like when you got your favourite Easter egg and a film comes in. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's how it is to me yeah. with that. Yeah. So, so Daniel, Daniel K. Bird, if you could be in any computer game universe for one day, what would it be and why?
2: Star Wars. Because it's Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need <laughs> you to be in Star Wars universe. So uh, why, why not? Yeah, you, know, you could use the force. You could have lightsabers. It's a computer game universe. Either that or else Star Trek Online.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to say that, but um, I'm going to. What could it be for the day? What and why?
2: Leisure uh, suit, Larry.
1: Yeah, I'd be interested. <laughs> I'm going to say Fallout Three.
2: So you want to be in a nuclear uh, wasted future? Yes, I do. Where the world's gone to hell? Yes. <laughs> okay, <fair enough. laughs>
1: But I just loved—I love that game and the mechanics, how you used to put things together in there to, to, to weapons and everything. i it would be fun knowing I can't die because I can just go back to my last game save. Fine by me, <laughs> you know. So, what if
2: he could die, though? Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: it'd be... Star- well, they're, they're, Anything you can be shot in, couldn't it? If, you, if you're a Call of Duty fan, you, you wouldn't last long, would you? No, that's true. You know? That's
2: true. I think that's generally called war.
1: Yeah, it is, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we've got to Ryu. Mm-hmm. So Ryu FP, uh, with the, the Game Pass news dropping, uh, what are your opinions? I can see it as a positive for Xbox owners and also for uh, people that are going to buy Microsoft games anyway. £95 annual cost for uh, Game Pass that can be shared if you game share. So we didn't touch on this in the news, but this is about Microsoft. We uh, did actually. First part, did we? Yeah. First party games. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, yeah, I forgot. It's all right. It's been a while since we recorded that bit of a show. <laughs> but the show. But first party games being available. Mm. I, I just can't see it being anything other than a positive uh, in that in that respect. I know mm-hmm. that people have said it's negative and there's some Australian um people your you know um stores that are saying they're not gonna stop the products but
1: Oh, they're just throwing their toys at the brand, aren't they? For crying that out. Yeah, exactly. You know, no I think it's it's a positive way to go forward. Um but we all know maybe one day this sort of thing would come anyway. But some people yeah. but maybe it's come sooner than we thought. Um, I'm not I'm, I don't mind the idea if they could if they could actually tag this in with, with live at a good price yeah yeah. you know even if it's a monthly subscription instead of a, an annual one same way the way that um, Prime works yeah uh, I think we'd be all for it I think I think so um, Alan Cochrane. this is another debate of one day I'm sure who is the better action movie star Still Steph- Sylvester Stallone sorry tongue tied there and Arnold Schwarzenegger
2: Kurt Russell <laughs> Let's face it. He was Snake Plissken.
1: He was. He was also. Yeah. Um. I don't think he did as many movies as those two guys did, though.
2: No, he didn't, and he wasn't really known for the action movies because he was more of a bit more of a comedy and whatever. But he Did do Stargate though, didn't he? Yeah. Um.
1: But he did. He did star with Stallone. Yes. In Tango and Cash.
2: Yes, he did. So he did a few action movies, yeah. but I don't know how he always sided. But to be honest, no, I didn't actually side with. I like both, and I like them both probably equally, but out of the two of them, I would say Arnold Schwarzenegger, because also I think Arnie has a bit more of a laugh at himself, and I'm uh, thinking about the movie Cactus Jack.
1: Not the uh, last American hero, then?
2: No, Cactus Jack, where it was Kurt Douglas hmm. and him, and um, he played the part of a cowboy that was called Handsome Stranger because he was named after his par. Really, really. Oh, I don't
1: remember that one.
2: It, no, very few people do. Very few people do. It's a very early uh, one of his movies, and it is really quite funny. It's as corny as heck, and it's kind ca- of ca- Cactus Jack, played by <laughs> Kirk Douglas, is um, a bit like the wily e. coyote of evil cowboys.
1: Well, that was that was back in nineteen seventy nine. Yes, I know
2: it's a really, really old movie. But when I was a kid, I used to love that movie. It was yeah. so funny, uh, or at least I thought it was then. Whether or not I'd watch it now well, I think it was awful, I don't know.
1: I mean, I mean, to be honest, I think I think the first movie I watched was the Terminator. Yeah. I did. I think I mean that came out two years after Conan, but um, the Barbarian, but. But, well, they weren't bad films, but I think if you look look at his resume of films he's done, um, excepting there's a, there's a couple there that you probably wouldn't want to talk about.
2: But then again, there are for both of them, aren't there? Let's face it. Mm. You know they they've both done crummy movies. They've both done good movies. Yeah, but um, you know Ra- mm. Rambo, you know they were great movies.
1: Yeah. Well, well, Arnold did. Um, he did sixty three movies so far. Yeah, and that is as we stand with what he's got. Um, some other films that are coming out, um, and compare that to to Sylvester Stallone. He did eighty, yeah. But actually, I'm, I'm probably thinking he because he's done eighty movies compared to sixty. Actually, you'd put Arnie, you'd put Stallone on top of Arnie, really. I think I'm going to say, oh, do you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to say Sylvester Stallone for me.
2: Uh, no, I'm uh, I'm going to say Arnie. Cause... So
1: there's a debate for another day, then.
2: Yeah, I would say so. Definitely. <laughs> But I mean, it really is that they're so they're so similar and yet so different in terms of what they've done. Yeah, yeah. But
1: I mean, they both start with they both start with Sharon Stone.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Um, they both played together. Yeah. In a few films, and they opened up a restaurant together. Obviously, with Bruce tagged on the side as well, didn't he? Yes,
2: that's true.
1: So you know, but yeah, no. I'm gonna I'll stay Stallone. That's my answer. Mm. And you're gonna say Arnold a Schwarzenegger. So maybe that should be a good debate one day. Yeah. Um, Peter Derrington, what retro machine would you like to see
2: R-Type arcade machine
1: well actually I do you do see some of these I would like you know uh, is that one you'd like to have
2: no I'd just like to play it again played it mm. years ago
1: um, I liked Missile Command that was a classic with the ball yeah the roller ball. that was really clever yeah that one And I
2: never really could get to grips with that game but yeah I remember it
1: <laughs> yeah I did. I didn't. I died after quite. A, didn't. it Didn't take long for me for me to die in that. But I did enjoy it. It's a great game. Yeah.
2: Years and years ago, that. So, Colin Smith. Why do people incorrectly think that Nintendo's just for kids? Yeah. Come on, Steve. Why do people think that Nintendo's come just on. for kids?
1: I was a kid and played with cardboard boxes. I'm not intending to go back to that now. To be honest.
2: So you're not going to get the the label motorcycle that's made out of cardboard then.
1: I. Do you know what? I actually caught a video with it with a fishing fishing rod design that, they, that so they built. I thought that was pathetic. <laughs> sorry, just I, say it gonna, how it I, is, Steve. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna. I mean, Nintendo, they're okay. They've done some good stuff, but no, I'm still gonna say it's just for kids. Yeah, shoot me down on that if you want. But
2: all I would say, listeners, is I don't think that they're just for kids.
1: Yeah, email Steve yeah
2: complaints to Steve or seven at hotmail dot com.
1: Actually, it's not code UK. Oh, it's not there,
2: UK. but yeah. there, don't send them to me. I think they could be cool. Anyway, Neil, you can, you can do the next one. Neil McBain, what's your favorite Lego game?
1: <laughs> well, yours is Star Wars. Lego Star, the star Wars, the complete
2: Star, the complete saga.
1: That's the complete saga. Yeah, yeah. is that the six? Is that the six games? Yeah,
2: it? that's all six episodes.
1: I'm going to say Indiana Jones.
2: Fair enough. One so, or two, yeah. or both.
1: Both, yeah. If they could be together,
2: I'm, I'm surprised we've never done that. To be honest, but yeah, I'll done a remaster.
1: Okay. They're back compatible, aren't they? So they are. Yes, yeah, so you
2: can play them. <laughs> mm. Okay. So do you want to do Paul?
1: Okay. So Paul Barber, when you're standing on a beach in World War Two game, and amongst the mayhem, do you feel any guilt sitting in your comfy, safe environment? Do you spare a thought for those that died to give us this gaming freedom? That's deep. Isn't it? Would you feel the same when you're watching Saving Private Ryan?
2: If I'm if to be honest, because I think that this is coming out of the World War II COD game, isn't it, really?
1: Yeah, it is, yeah.
2: So being objective, um, no, I don't feel guilt um, because I wasn't around when the Second World War was going. Why, should, You know, I can't, I, I can't be held responsible like anyone else, for something that happened before we were even born. You know, it's not our fault. Yeah. Um, we have nothing to feel guilty about. However, that doesn't mean She's that very... you can't feel grateful for what people went through to give us the the freedom that we have now. But yeah. equally, they didn't do it out of sheer, you know, I'm thinking about the people who are going to be living in the 2000s and I, I want them to be free. They did it because... They were under threat as well, you know, and it's it's real it's realistic because if you didn't support your country, you went to jail, you know mm. that that's or you went down the mines or whatever, you know that that's what happened in the Second World War when people were conscripted. But you know, people went through horrific things, and it just I think that the video games like War, Call of Duty World War Two really mm. emphasise to you the hor- the horror of war and what people have done in order to get through it and that that is the important thing and it's (coughs) like like nowadays with you know everything all the wars that have happened all over the world where we've been involved with and stuff like that it gives you a level of appreciation Hmm. which granted is not real but it still it it gives you an insight as in what liberty means for people
1: but also i think I think we we got to we got to we got to be proud of of our uncles, great absolutely. grandfathers, whoever, of what they did for us.
2: Abs- absolutely. Um, and 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 I, and I think and- that video games give you that appreciation. And I, and as for all of the armed forces now, how you do for those listeners who are in the armed forces, how you do what you do going into war zones and that, you know, hats off to you because that is well, mm. it's und- indescribable, really.
1: Yeah. I mean, we salute everybody. I mean, we salute them all, really. I mean, American, you know, British, they both did what they did. Um,
2: Every country, even those people like in the resistance, you know, in France during the Second World War and the risks that yeah, they took and yeah. all of that, you know, and to be honest, it is on on both sides, you know, because although, you know, I'm not talking about Nazi, Nazism and that ideology, but both sides suffered. Oh, God, yeah. You know, um, and... Every side suffers in a war, and you know how people can charge into that danger, knowing that they might not live. Yeah. It, it, it baffles me I, how people can I, do it.
1: I think with the way technology's moved now, whether it's in the movie industry or in the gaming industry, watching the Normandy beach landing, whether it's Fire Call of Duty or Saving Private Ryan,
2: yeah,
1: it's horrendous. It is. Or even if you go back to a couple of the other great shows they did was Band of Brothers and um, yeah, The Pacific
2: and and how and Sorry, and, so.
1: and because of those two shows, and you're actually in the beginning of each episode you are t- one of the guys that actually was played that that actually you know the actors are 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 actually acting out those stories for real yeah, and they are playing people that actually were in that war, mm. and you're listening to the go- old boy. Who it actually it was and he's telling you his thoughts on that. It's oh horrendous. It is. It is. But But that's I saw, I saw all you can really say on that, to be honest. Yeah.
2: But hats off to the people who do it. Mm, absolutely. Colin McMaster. Absolutely. Mm. Uh what does your wife think of your gaming geeky habits? My wife thinks I'm not wise and can't understand it at all.
1: Yep, and she totally takes the mick as well.
2: <laughs> um funnily enough, my wife she doesn't understand it. She listens to me talk about it. And, um, I know that all the time I'm talking, what she's hearing is <laughs> because she takes in none of it. Um, mm. apart from the odd word, but to be honest, my wife seems to be quite happy because she knows where I am. <laughs> Not that my wife's got, you know, got a thumb on my head, but you know, it's sort of like, you know, when other her friends turn around and says, what, what you know, why is he? Got all that equipment, why does he play games, you know, and whatever. She turns around and says, Well when your husband goes out and, you know, he's gone to the pub or off with the lads, so you don't know where he is, I know where my husband is, he's sat in the upstairs room.
1: Yeah, I I probably I probably could say um something similar to be honest. Yeah. So But she still takes she still takes a mic though. Oh yeah, mine does occasionally.
2: Well you know how sarcastic my wife but, is.
1: But it's but it's 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 done in jest and you know
2: that's
1: yeah. fine. Okay, um Ian Russo. Which game developer would you would you join if you could?
2: Well I know who yours is gonna be. <laughs> Bethesda.
1: Yep, okay. That's well done for that one. And yours?
2: Mine? Frontier. Yeah. <clears throat> so Frontier because they do Elite Dangerous. And Bethesda because Steve would like Bethesda to start making games at work.
1: <laughs> I enjoy them the way just the way they are.
2: Yes, the only company in the world that have bugs and it's called Charming. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, Andrew uh, Emsley, will there be word on a PS5 at this year's E3? Probably.
1: Possibly. It might be a last minute. Yeah. Other than that, I think that's all it would be, to be honest. Yeah. But I'm really looking forward to this year because we don't know a lot. I mean, I know PlayStation have been teasing trailers for the last two years and games that still aren't out. Um, that's no dig at them, it's just the way they work it. But um from the from the from the Microsoft camp, we haven't seen a lot. So well no, United that's because
2: is. Microsoft have said that they're not going to show trailers until everything's ready. I think they've had the fingers <clears> burnt <throat> with um some of the games that they were advertising heavily and then stopped for whatever cool. reason.
1: Yeah, whether it's a closure on the um developer side or the game just didn't come out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So to Jason. Jason Tullett has said, have you played Monster Hunter, Hayden? <laughs>
2: well, I didn't say Hayden, if... he said, have you played Monster Hunter?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm just putting your name in there. Yeah. Um, if so, is it the new Destiny, but with swords? So you, No, what you can it's tell not me the that?
2: new Destiny with swords, but I can see why people are liking it to that because of some of the stuff that you can do, um, daily challenges and whatever. But no, mm. it's a very different game. Okay. So, Albert uh, manafi In games that have any in-game economy, gold, cash, coins, etc. Do you uh, tend to buy low equipment or upgrades as they come along? Or do you grind early, forging those gains in the hopes that saving money for uh, larger upgrades later on? Uh, Do you uh, save or spend? I'm playing Cat Quest now and the question came up whether I should buy loot crates for 50 gold pieces for the uh, low level items. Or modest upgrades, or save for a good loot crate with a high level item for five thousand gold.
1: Mm. I think depending on how the game starts, because you want to have you you want to have some um, other items to use, whether it's a sword or a bit of armor. Mm. I always tend to go for a, a few at the beginning and then save up. Once I'm comfortable with it, with a set of armor that I know works well, whether that's for a, a car idea or or a or a You know, a dude in his best outfit for Skyrim or whatever it might be, you know. Uh, I like to then save a bit bit of money to, to go to take that one step further. Yeah.
2: I mean, for me, I think it depends upon the mechanics in the game, because if it's a game like Destiny, how I up later level characters is way different to the way that I do it when I first start, because when I first start, I want to get up there as quick as I can. Mm. Um, but on my other characters, I'm not so bothered. So I'll hold off on doing the upgrade. So for example, you know, I mean, you know what this is like yourself. You know, you get, um, your first exotic and then you just keep upgrading that exotic until you get a better exotic in another slot, don't you? Mm. Um, whereas what I'll tend to, you know, when I, when I started on Destiny 2, most recently, on each one of my three hunters, you know, I've gone back to the base camp. And then I've, um, you know, gone and bought the equipment from the vendors there to buy the latest one from the glimmer that I've earned in game, uh, so that I start off that level knowing I'm going to get a higher capped uh, equipment, you know, on the drops throughout that le- throughout the next part of the story. Whereas later on, when I'm doing the other characters, I'm not so bothered, and I'll just go straight through it all uh, without buying anything, so I save up my money so it depends upon the game okay so i think we've got not many more questions left but yeah
1: okay michael edwards have you have you gone swimming yet sorry having having gone swimming yesterday for the first time in absolute ages when do you last go swimming or do you take another form of regular exercise well funny enough michael i was chatting to my my wife the other day about getting some exercising and I suggested that we should go swimming on an early morning Saturday morning or something so that might be happening.
2: Yeah and I uh, do yoga. And my wife
1: wanted me to do yoga as well funnily enough because she does it.
2: Yeah I'll tell you what so it's, it's a, I'll tell you what standing there with your arms up in the air and that it's harder than you think. <laughs> yeah, yeah especially yeah. in some of the bending poses because some of them I just can't do so just you know mm. it's like when you're like spread your legs apart and then bend forward and put your know, touch to the floor with your forehead. Yeah you must be joking. I can't even bend forward and touch the floor with my hands.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. dear. Okay. So, um,
2: uh, Shazad Hamid, uh do you think Microsoft having the most powerful console in the world ever will make a difference to its sales or is the damage done? I don't think damage is done. I just think that uh, I don't think that they're going to catch up to PlayStation this round. They
1: probably, they probably won't, but I think the idea of having now um, the Game Pass will will probably I mean that could help. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. I mean there won't there's no way they're gonna catch up. Obviously it's it's the way they bring the consoles out with what you know. Um it's just one of those things really. It, you know, one's gonna ca- go ahead then one's gonna start to try and catch up, the new machine will be out and it'll be all over again. So, you know. But yeah, but I don't think whether there's been damage done, I I I think that they you know, they made their decisions and they've bought the second console out of they have and if you want to buy it, instead to, to play, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Justin Lee, although they can, sorry, I start again. <clears throat> although they can both have really poor months at time, games of the gold and the PS Plus are generally decent value for money. But how would you change a service if you could? For example, I'd like to see the choice of which by which you can pick either the games or an offer, or instead take an additional discount code, say twenty to thirty percent, that you could use on anything in the store. I mean, as I said, I think I said earlier, I'd like to see game the um, I'd like to see probably games for gold, um, which is linked with um, with obviously with Xbox Live and the Game Pass, all in one little bundle. To
2: be honest, I think I would rather have one game a month, but you're given a selection of several games, of mm. which they're all better games than what's been offered.
1: So they could give you six they could give you four games so you can pick one yeah, yeah. but
2: in you know that would be a much better title than the, some of the dross that they've given mm. that would be the, how I would do it
1: yeah so yeah I'd like to see the subscription change slightly personally but um yeah okay yeah so we have got one Twitter question we have
2: from um Gavin Cooper. So, mm. Gavin says watching the toys that made us, which I talked about last week or last episode, uh, what were your standout toys that defined your childhood? I can think of three. Okay.
1: I can think of three. Two are very similar. Yeah. Now, because I'm older than you, shall I go first?
2: Okay. So, is this a stick so, in a ball? <laughs> the pizza <laughs>
1: string. <laughs> no, isn't it a stick with a cup and you to hook it That's in there? That's it, yeah. With, yeah <laughs> or to the clackers, it. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Actually, no, I'm, not going to, I'm, going to, I'm going to change it. So, one of the games I used to love playing as a child was Kaplunk. Yeah. Do you, have you heard oh, of that I game? Oh, i played it, yes. Um, also, I, I bet it's probably more than two or three, I can just read them off. Mousetrap, do you ever play yes, that? Yes, I've played that. Mousetrap. Um, Buckaroo?
2: Yes. Matter of fact, we've still got Buckaroo, Buckaroo here, because we play it with my son.
1: Yeah. There was um, a Jaws version of that. Did you ever see that? Yeah. So, what you had is, you had you had this shark with the underbelly of the shark and his mouth was open wide and you had things in the shark's mouth. Yeah. And as you picked them out, when the shark's mouth would close, you'd lose the game. Very simple, but it, it, yeah, simple but it came out just... Oh, it came out just after Jaws came out. Um, You're
2: going to see Operation as well, aren't
1: you? I could do, yeah. That was another great yeah. one. Um, actually, there's another one I played, um, which is the, the, the name of the game is going to be but I will describe it. You had a a table with with two goals, obviously one at either end. Same idea as if with, when you used to have the the idea of the ice puck, you'd flick between two people. You know the mm-hmm. idea. But what you had is you had ball bearings that would go in a gun. All right. And the gun sits at your goal, and you would fire either end to get the, get the device into the into the um, into your goal. Right. And I would have blisters galore from firing that gun of ball bearings. Yeah. Um it might come to me in a minute but um I'm trying to think of any more of me, but not really what about yourself cuz
2: well the three toys for me stand out ones and I'm going to actually say I like a franchise of toys more than specific toys which yeah. will be obvious as soon as i say star wars toys i was a massive star wars toy collector i had all of the figures from the original movie and i think all but two from the Empire Strikes Back. I also had the mm. Boba Fett that you had to send off for. Um, and by the time the, uh, Return of the Jedi came, I was, I wasn't playing with toys anymore, you know, because, you know, I was getting a bit older. So I, I only had a few of those. Um, so that was one. Action Man, or as it was known in America, G.I. Joe. Mm. Um, I used to have those. I used to have loads of those toys. He had a Jeep. I had a, like a tower. That you would, you know, swing him down on and stuff like that. Um, And the other thing would be Lego.
1: Well, you still play Lego, don't you? even at this age.
2: Yeah. Do you know what I did in Lego? When I was a kid, I had a big cupboard in my bedroom, and this cupboard had nothing on the top of it, but it was like, you know, seven foot in the air, you know, the top. Mm. So what I did was put my bed next to it, and I built Bespin (laughs) on the top of the cupboard. In Lego, to complete with the shaft <laughs> that went that went underneath Lego, oh, underneath the best mm. bin, that went reached down to the floor, and I built it in Lego. I had loads of bits, as you can tell, uh, and I used yeah. to play with my Star Wars figures. On that as well, and and made it also so you could like go inside. So it was like a, it was like a stairway and stuff like that up this thing, and you know, I used to have uh, adventures with my Star Wars characters doing that sort of stuff. How on yeah. earth a man? You know, the, just the structural engineering of having something that's seven foot tall built-out a Lego holding together in itself is impressive, let alone then having a massive city that was bigger than the size of the cupboard on the top of yeah. it. So how I built it, I don't know, but that, yeah, that was what I did.
1: Well, I think, just quickly to say, I mentioned clackers. Have you heard of those? Yeah. And they were dangerous because I'll, I'll, I'll describe this for you guys that are way younger than I am. You had these two balls on a, on a, on a, on a string at a pivot, and you would, you would raise up and down with your hand as these clackers would clack against each other and the balls would separate, um, further apart as you would do it.
2: Yeah.
1: And if you were careful, you would, you would hurt yourself with these things.
2: Yeah, you would get those nowadays, would you?
1: It, it'd be against health and safety rules.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, there's, there's probably loads, I think, i probably, when we finish this, I'll probably have my head full of them again. I'll, think, I'll tell you
2: what, watch okay. that, the, the toys that made us. Mm. So
1: I've seen a couple of episodes of it. Yeah. They run about Star Wars and stuff like that, but there's some um, some other. I think it's more American based, but um Yeah, it is. But, there is a, but it, there's
2: a lot of stuff there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, have a look. Yes, we'll do. So, episode 2 is finished and it's taken 2 weeks. It's
2: taken us 2 weeks to actually record this. <laughs> Just because <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, so uh, some of the stuff might be a bit out of date, but we'll catch it up. Uh, very shortly, so you know next week.
1: Yeah, so we'll, we'll, there'll be a slight edit, but you won't notice yeah. it. but but yeah, so we'll we'll try and be on ball for next for next yeah, week. Yeah, it's hey,
2: just um, uh, the way that our lives are at the moment, isn't it? I mean, after all, I've been down found... to Southampton yesterday.
1: I know we didn't even mention that. <laughs> no,
2: because I've got a dog. Got a dog. We've got a new dog called. Um, well, he's a, he's a. Blue Mill Sheltie, so it's like a grey mini lassie. Uh, And uh, my son's named him, so he's called Kylo Ren Chewbacca.
1: That's a mouthful, isn't it?
2: (laughs) It is. But obviously, abbreviated to Kylo.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. It's a shame. I I didn't even think about it because I was going to say about popping over, but you were, you, you had a lot of getting on anyway. And um, well, to, and you're, to
2: you're be just... honest, because he's like you know he's only eight weeks old, I was just yeah, not, like, I also...
1: need to get back. And your car has probably been through it at the best uh, of times.
2: I we had to go in my mother's car, uh, my mother's car, my wife's car because um, my car is still in the it's garage because I had to have a replacement clutch put in it and mm. uh, took it back. I picked up from the garage, drove it a few hundred yards. So, nope, not happy with this because it was going... Took it back to the garage. Took The garage came out with us. Oh, yes, it's doing that. Shouldn't be doing that. Don't worry, we'll fix it. They had it for two days. Went back, picked it up. Got another hundred yards out of the garage. Turned around, took it back. I said, nope, still have fixed it. Not taking it until you've done it. Then that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. that's uh, that's where we are. So, it was that sort of like, you know, not as... Come for your ride, but, you know, the courses are all right, but it's mm. just obviously having a XEO, it's uh, you know more designed for the longer trips. But okay. only when you've got a working clutch.
1: Anyway, so we'll call it to a close. So contact details briefly. Twitter for me is at Steve007. Uh, PSN is the real Steve007. Xbox is Steve007, and my email address is Steve007 at hotmail.co.uk and com.
2: Aiden, Is it? Co <laughs> I will change that then. No, it's right oh, on the the notes. Yeah, sorry. So my uh contact details. Um I am um on YouTube, Hayden Jones. Just do a search for that. Uh although I am setting up a YouTube channel for pop culture gamers, so keep an eye on there. Uh Twitter is at H E R G A UK, PSA, Xbox Live, Steam, everything uh PC based as well, uh, origin, all that lot is H-E-R-J-U-K. Email address is H-E-R-J-U-K at uh, gmail.com. We have a Facebook group called Pop Culture Gamers, uh, so have a visit there. And you can also visit our website at
1: cut.
2: well, http colon slash slash popculturegamers.podbean.com. That's it.
1: And that's episode two in the bag
2: now time to edit
1: (laughs) anyway so thanks for listening yes so it'd be a good night from
2: him and it's a good night from me good night good night you are about to witness history in the making